Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is May the 1st to be with you. One of my least favorite calendar days. Oh, hey, hey, douchebags, May the 4th be with you. Yeah. It's coming up by the end of the week if you can do some math there. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Beautiful outside. You're going to get on your bike. You are going to probably get hit by a car if you're not careful. Please, you guys, the advocates remind you, wear a helmet when you are riding your bike. That's really crucially important. But if that happens, if you are unfortunately in an accident, if you are driving down the road on your bicycle and a car hits you, that's not your fault. You didn't deserve to be in that accident, but you absolutely deserve an advocate. And if you're an avid motorcycle rider or a bicycle rider or a runner, you're outside a lot more, you're exposed to a lot more danger, make sure that you're ready to chat with an attorney live online for free, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, theadvocates.com. Uh, is the website to hook it up at. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Well, it's been a flurry uh, for about the last hour or so here on the show um, trying to get a comment out of San Diego State. And and I, I have to tell you, I am incredibly disappointed in the athletic media relations staff and J.D. Wicker, uh, Jamie McConaughey at San Diego State, Um, I think they are incredibly unprofessional. I think they are incredibly uh, weak. I think that they they are game players. I think that San Diego State embarrassed itself uh, nationally. uh, By putting JD Wicker on on the on the record um, through Seth Davis at the Athletic. I originally saw it with uh, Dennis Dodd. Uh, where they talked about how they were going to, um, you know, go to the Big 12 or the Pac-12 and, um, you know, you call them, you email them, you reach out to San Diego State for comment and they're like, nope, not going to talk about it. We're not talking about realignment. You point out to them that, hey, well, you already did that. I'm looking for, you know, the very simple question. Have you informed the Mountain West that you're leaving? You know, have you had these conversations? No comment. Then you say, well, hey, and Jamie McConaughey from San Diego State wants to let you know he's the one that set up the interview with The Athletic. And so he's well aware it was out there. You guys are cowards. And if you're going to do interviews, do interviews. If you're going to say you're leaving the conference, show some fucking balls and say you're going to leave the conference. But don't run and hide behind your athletic director. Don't go run and hide behind your media relations department because you're cowards. If you want to get it out there that you're leaving, put it out there. But if you don't want to talk about it, don't talk about it. Don't do a hit piece as all of you cowards do in college sports talking about how, hey, we're doing this and we're doing that. And then when somebody asks you to expound on that, because God forbid that somebody would ask J.D. Wicker a follow-up question that has some substance behind it, because cowards like J.D. Wicker just want to put it out there in small little bits and they don't want to really you know, open up and give the truth. They just want to put out what they want to put out. God forbid somebody would ask a follow-up question in the San Diego State. This is embarrassing. It's bad for San Diego State, and it's bad for college athletics. There I feel better.
Good. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't disagree. I think they're definitely playing, they're playing this kind of cat and mouse game where, and I think, like you said there, we see this a lot. We, we see this, we do. you know, locally, we see this nationally where, you know, people uh, in the sports landscape, they want to go and do it. I mean, see, it's the, it's the age old George Klyovkov, Wilner and Kanzano interview, right? I mean, it's stuff like that where it's like, Hey, you want to go on, and you want to do a comfortable interview just to kind of check the box and say, hey, little Jimmy, we did an interview, but then, you know, you don't want to be accountable to, like, the the actual media, the people who actually are going to ask the, you the real questions. The issue is you don't want, you want to say what you want to say. And, look, I don't know J.D. Wicker, but this is the third or fourth time I've, I, I, I've seen him do this and act like a, an unprofessional coward who is trying to spin a half-truth because – the question that J.D. Wicker doesn't want to answer is, what value are you to the Big 12? What value are you to the Pac-12? What is it you bring to the table that makes you valuable? You're valuable, J.D., to a desperate conference that needs a lifeline in Southern California. The problem is, and what J.D. Wicker doesn't want to talk about is, what have you talked to the Big 12 about? Because from what our sources have told us repeatedly, San Diego State doesn't really want to join the Big 12. And they've told the Big 12 as much that, that their preference is to join the Pac-12. But does J.D. Wicker want to come out and talk about that? No, he just wants to put his little sources out into the media and not take follow-up questions. And he wants to say what he wants to say, but doesn't want to be asked tough questions. So what he does is he goes to his homies in the media, Seth Davis at The Athletic, who's not going to ask him any difficult questions at all. And you're going to put out, you're going to put out an article that essentially says one way or the other, it's going to happen. We're excited for the opportunity. We've done a lot of work to prepare for this. So let me get this right. You've done a lot of work. You're excited for the opportunity. You're so excited that you don't want to talk about it. And your sports information people are offering no comments and, and putting their tail feathers up and saying, yeah, I'm the one that set up the interview, but I'm not going to comment about it. What, like, wh what are you doing? Oh, they know fine well what they're doing. In my opinion, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, like they're, I mean, I, 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 I hate to play cliches, but you're scheming, you're, you're doing, you're scheming, you're, you're basically what you're doing is you're putting your boy in a good position to basically run out the company, you know, shtick, if you will. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't want to, my, my, my issue with this has always been that that's not the real conversation. Like you can go and do softball interviews. That's fine. And it's not really about like getting after people. It's really just about having an honest conversation about the fact that San Diego State is not valuable to the Pac-12 for any other reason than geography, right? Like, I love Snapdragon. I love the facilities. I love the campus. I even love San Diego, right? And that's just a personal preference. But the reality is you're not a, 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 a P5, like, dynamite, you know, program that's going to shock the world by transferring. Well, and I, I think the other thing that this does is this devalues San Diego State. This is, oh, well, one way or the other, we're going to wind up somewhere. We don't know where, but we've worked really hard and we're excited for the opportunity. Hopefully somebody adds us. And what's the, what this says is you're insecure, J.D. Wicker. That's what you are. You're insecure. You're hoping for one outcome, but that outcome doesn't seem likely. And again, I can just tell you what I believe sources have said for months and months to us. Is that... San Diego State wants to join the Pac-12. 
it may ge geographically speaking, it makes far more sense for them to be in the Pac-12. They don't have to leave the time zone very often at all, but one time to go to uh, Utah, and that's it, it. You know, just in the Mountain Time Zone, like it's easy yeah. for them to Fast. to go into the Pac-12. The problem is, well, is the Pac-12 going to be there? Is the money really that enticing to to leave the Mountain West? Like you have all these questions. So they're trying to keep the Big 12 in their back pocket. Like, well, you know, the super hot chick doesn't want to go to prom with San Diego State. Yeah, but you know, the five with acne, she's got, you know, she'll go with me. So I can just kind of leave her over here. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. That's what this feels like. You don't want to join the Big 12, which I actually understand. I don't think San Diego State, let's just be really clear about this. I don't believe that San Diego State's a great fit in the Big 12. They're not a football powerhouse. Not now, not ever have, has San Diego State been a national level powerhouse in football or even a competitor nationally in for any championship, for any, you're never competing with Georgia, Alabama. You are never competing with the top teams in the Big 10 at San Diego State. College basketball has changed to the point where now San Diego State can compete at the top of their conference and at the top of the tournament. The one and dones, the 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 degradation of the 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 quality college basketball player and the quality of the college basketball game means that programs like San Diego State can now compete at the top of college basketball. Program. So if you're trying to win, you're going to go to the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is a far far weaker basketball conference than the Big 12 is. Yeah. But the issue is you want to game play, and the issue is. You're unprofessional. You're scared. That's what you are, J.D. Wicker, because you won't come on a show where we've demonstrated professionalism and we're going to ask you pertinent questions. We did it with Gloria Navarro as the president of the conference. We've done it repeatedly with, with other administrators and TV executives, and you know what you're getting when you come on this show. You're getting direct questions that have follow-ups. And J.D. Wicker, you're too scared to answer those questions. Now and probably in the future. That's the reality of the situation. And this is what I will continue to say about the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is nobody's priority. That's the biggest issue here. And the difference is, like now this, this story with Houston. You have Houston, they're going to play a game in Mexico this year. They're, I said they're playing a college basketball game in Mexico. I'm for real. Is Houston Athletics really that much better off a larger program, a larger footprint than San Diego State. Obviously not. Not enough where you're like, oh, absolutely they are. The difference is, is that Houston's been decisive. Houston has made pretty much all the right moves from coaching hires to moving to the Big 12. They've put themselves in a position to succeed. And J.D. Wicker, directly to you, do you have the balls to do what needs to be done? Because now that you put out this hit piece BS interview with The Athletic, my guess is you don't. You don't have what it takes to operate and put yourself in a position of, of the highest, best outcome possible. You don't have that. So now what you did is you put this little interview out with no follow-ups and no difficult questions. It was, hey, buddy, can you just put some quotes out that show us, you know, in a position where, hey, we're no, we're going somewhere. We just don't know where and we don't want to upset anybody. So let's just polish a turd and put it on the athletic. Well said. Because that's what you did. And it's embarrassing. And you're better than this. Or I thought you were. I thought you were. But maybe you're not. 
Maybe you're not at all. And maybe San Diego State's not at all. Because this is playground recess bullshit. That's what J.D. Wicker did today. When J.D. Wicker wouldn't answer his own email and, and had one of his minions in sports information answer that email and then simply offer a no comment. And then when I say, well, hey, you already commented, I'm asking follow-up questions to say, hey, I offered my comment and it's no comment. What that tells me is you don't want to talk about it because you know what the answers are already and you don't like the answers. So you should have never done, should never done the polished turd with the athletic. That's what I would say about it. So I said, yeah. I'm so tired of administrators wanting to play the game. I'm so tired of the Robins and the Randalls and the, all of these Michael Crows of the world who don't want to answer questions. Yeah. So they, they call in their buddies in the media who have no scruples, who have nothing, nothing. They won't ask the difficult questions. You know, it, 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 it's akin to the Utah Jazz. Why don't the Utah Jazz want to do interviews? Because they don't want to answer questions. Yep. Why doesn't BYU want to do interviews? Because they don't want to answer questions. Why, when I texted Cody Epps today, did he say, yeah, I don't want to do an interview, man? Because they don't want to answer questions. They don't want to answer questions. They don't want to talk about hard things. But yet, we'll try to teach kids, oh, man, man, if you come to San Diego State, we got to do it the right way, and we have to be bah, mature, bah, bah, bah. and you have to be accountable. Well, why are, they, why are the kids accountable and you're not? Why are the kids accountable? Why for years and years and years, and still to this day, do none of these college kids matter? But J.D. Wicker, are, is any of your incoming question? Um... Any of your income, um, Mr. Minion in sports information, or is your income at all in question? No, because he probably doesn't have income because he's probably an intern or something. But I'm being serious. Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. The, the, the lack of accountability yeah. for administrators, specifically in the, in the Pac-12, because i got to be honest with you, dealing with ADs and presidents in the, in the Big 12 has been nothing but cake. It has been a pleasure. It has been easy. They answer their own emails. They don't send it through 10 different ways of stupidity to offer simply a no comment when all you had to say was, I'm not going to comment about this. Okay, cool, JD. Appreciate it, man. Have a good day. That's probably where I would have left it. But when you have, you know, Jimmy, the, Jimmy the, the guy in sports information saying, yeah, I'm the one who set up the interview. I'm aware he did it. You know. And by the way, we have no comment. Like, it's amazing to me. The lack of professionalism. And I, and I don't know how you explain it. And we've tried to be nice about it, right? But George Klyovkov is remarkably unprofessional. Yeah. You, you look at like President Robbins at Arizona, remarkably unprofessional giving the interviews he's given. Like you should have radio silence. Nobody should be saying anything. But it's the lack of professionalism. And I'm not even trying to like pat myself on the back that you would call me off the record to give us background and information. It's remarkably unprofessional. And then when people call, you're like, oh, we don't have a comment. No, they did an interview last week. I know I'm the one that set it up, but we don't have a comment. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's just, it's bizarre. I just don't understand why why they like why you would choose to handle it that way. Like if you're an AD or someone in that position, I mean, it's kind of like what you said. Like it's as easy as just being like, yeah, you know, we don't. Yeah, like he could have just literally said no comment. He, I That's mean, it. literally, it's two words, and 
what, like 10 letters? Like, it's not that, it isn't that complicated. It's not that, like, difficult. And I just think, you know, people people want it, want it convenient. People want it easy. People want it the way they want it, right? Kind of like Burger King. Have it your way, right? Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, I just think it's, 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 it's how, it is how, the world works, and the reason it's so uh, prevalent in the Pac-12 is because the Pac-12 is a conference full of, of like-minded individuals who all play in the same little sandbox and are not worldly. They're all rich white folks who are protected and in a bubble, and they just can do whatever they want, and that's not going to change. And that's why I say, like, I agree. I wouldn't have done the athletic interview. I would not have done an interview and then, you know, said no comment to all the rest of the media who wants to ask you a question. Like that's, I, I just think it, I almost am at a point with, cause obviously I'm sitting here watching this go down like a half hour ago or an hour ago, whenever the hell this was earlier today, basically. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, it, it, are we really surprised by this? Cause, cause honestly, like that's what the PAC 12 has been like to deal with. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to name names or name institutions, but there may have been uh, Buddy the sports information guy uh, who rang our phone one time and thought it would be a really good idea to call us and question our integrity and to say, who the hell are you? And because then, we interviewed, we, because we emailed a president directly. Hmm. Like just, I, I, whatever, it's fine. I mean, we could just go on and on about it. I'm, t I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now, these these administrators are the ones torpedoing the Pac-12, and it's gotten to the point where it's gotten to the point where I I just think there's no there's no coming back. The leaks and the the quotes that are out there, there's no coming back. I I, I think when you when you are on the record like Taylor Randall is at Utah, saying nothing at all. Okay, I totally understand that. I look at President Robbins at, at Arizona, like, how do you come back from saying things like you have affinities, Uh huh. right? Like, how, how do you come back? Um, this is President Robbins at Arizona. A nuanced picture for Arizona citing the school's proximity to the Big 12 footprint and that the league's powerhouse basketball brand as a basis for some affinities. And then went on to say, quote, I know what the Big 12's number is, Robbins told Dennis Dodd at CBS. I just need to hear what the Pac-12's number is. Then I can make a decision. So wait, uh, let's like, let's put, put Dennis Dodd's tweet back up there because that picture you just showed sounds remarkably similar to what I see here. One way or the other, we're joining the Big 12 or the Pac-12. One way or the other, we're going to be in the Big 12 or the Pac-12. You notice how the lines start to blend together. Who are we talking about, right? Like, it literally is the same verbiage. And I'm not saying that Buddy from San Diego State here is colluding with President Robbins. But what I am saying is that when you're on enough conference calls and y'all hang out together, your messaging kind of starts to sound the same. Like, it's pretty amazing how that works. And so that's why I say, like, on one hand... I feel the way he does, where it's like, dude, like how unprofessional can you be? How how amazing can you be that you do you put your boy in an interview with the athletic that's softball, but then you don't want to answer questions? And then on the other hand, I'm like, well, actually, now that I think about it, I'm not really that surprised because this is what we get out of the Pac-12. And when I compare that to the Big 12, 
when I compare that to a couple of, of off-the-record conversations in the Big Ten, like, it's pretty professional. It's pretty, you know, business as business should be done. Business as you would expect business to be done. So that's why I say, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's frustrating, obviously. But at the same time, if we're not going to hold them accountable when we have the interaction, who is? And that's why we felt the need to talk about this, because at a certain point, names need to be named. People need to be called out who clearly listen to the show but don't want to put their boy on the show. That's the problem. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things where you just can't... I don't know. I, 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 it's just today was just that day where I'm like, it, it, these guys are all a bunch of cowards. That's just it. it you want to you want to you want your message out without having any any, again, follow ups or, or any pushback. So you go to guys like Kenzano and Wilner on their podcast and you, in my opinion, put out raging, raging misinformation against UCLA. Yeah. It's com completely unprofessional. Saying things like, you know, you know, I mean, no kid at UCLA would want to would want to travel that far. It's not healthy for anybody. Or you know, it happens. It turns out everything's fine, and the numbers say that the kids, you know, want to be part of uh, the same conference as USC. Like it just it just goes on and on and on, and that's why I say. Ultimately, this Pac-12 TV deal situation, Pac-12 expansion, Pac-12 realignment, whatever sticky note label you want to put on it, ultimately, bad business is bad business, and that's the Pac-12 to a T. And then on the other side, like you were saying with Houston and Mexico, good business is good business, whether it's in Rucker Park or Mexico. Like, that's the difference. Yeah. I, it, 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 this was just really disappointing. That That's what I will say. It was... It was this is just the culmination of of really stupid comments. You are what you are. Uh, I, I, it is. It, it's shocking to me. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Wilson, who uh, gifted one membership today. We always appreciate that, Aaron. Thank you so much. Aaron is somebody that routinely hands out memberships on the show. And today, Troy W. was gifted the membership. Go, Troy, welcome to the program, Troy. Appreciate that, you guys. Without you guys. Uh, we couldn't do what we do, um, and you know that this show is just—you know—we have our we have our root, our roots here, um, you know, locally. But we've really kind of the show has grown significantly. So if you're new here, please give us a thumbs up um, and subscribe if you uh, subscribe if you are not subscribed already. Let's get some of your comments in here. Uh, Keenan had not absolutely. Houston is a larger program and has a larger footprint than San Diego State. You guys must be living under a rock. I totally disagree. I think when you look at when you look at the athletic programs, I mean they are both very equal right now today. San Diego State and Houston are very very equal in basketball. There's just no doubt that I mean there's no doubt about that. Right? You look at football, Houston's been one disappointment after another, and San Diego State's just been midline. But market size like everybody gets all gets all hot under the collar about market size. I market size to me does not matter when you're trying to join a conference that's going to have a TV deal. Yeah. Your market size is important to the conference. And would you rather have San Diego and Southern California over Houston? You would. You, from strictly a, a business perspective, you'd absolutely rather have San Diego and, and really Southern California over Houston. 
with all due respect to my Houstonians, because I mean, I, I love Houston, but the bottom line is when we're talking money-making, Houston's great. It, it, it truly is. But Southern California is a different animal than we're talking about. And everybody wants to tout success. Nobody, nobody's had, well, not nobody, but just about nobody has had the success that San Diego State had this year. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, Riley O'Brien, A Monty, best talk show on YouTube. LFG Jake, let's get a reset. Amen to reset. that. Amen to that. Riley O'Brien, Kurt Peters says Bush League. I don't disagree with that. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says Monty needs a hug. I agree with that. I don't need a hug. Waves in opposition. I don't need a hug. Mm-hmm. I a, that just got me a little fired up today. I don't even blame you. I don't blame you. I think that. You know, it's so funny. You know, one of the things that we experience sometimes because our medium is YouTube, a a lot of people, not a lot of people, enough people will be like, oh, well, it's a YouTube show. I mean, that, you know, you guys aren't on the radio. I mean, don't you want to be on the radio? It's a YouTube show. Like, you can't be credible. And it's so funny. Like, when I have conversations with people, the people that really get it and are good at business understand that the 450,000 people a month that listen to this show watch it on YouTube. They don't listen to it on the radio, right? They watch it visually. They don't listen to it. And it's it's a visual medium. And so one of the, one of the best parts about doing the show and interacting with these sports information guys, if you will, is getting that response sometimes. Because I think that's really funny. Like, in, And it tells me that people don't understand where streaming's at. You don't understand that on a radio station, you're not going to reach anywhere outside of the outside of the state of Utah, right? That's not going to happen. You're not doing that. And I think what people need to understand, especially if you're in the Pac-12 or really just in sports in general, and we're starting to see it in the NBA. I think you're seeing it a little bit in Major League Baseball, but the NBA is kind of leading with these deals, these streaming deals where you can order stuff a la carte or total packages like they're giving you a lot of flexibility. And that's what I think people just don't understand in these, in these colleges. They, and that's why I keep saying they live in a bubble where it's like, Hey, we're going to just do it our way for the next million years. Even though the rest of the world uh, is on YouTube, like quite literally, I think there's 6 billion people with a YouTube account or whatever it is. Like it's some ridiculous number. And I'm not saying all those people are active or whatever, but the fact is that it's that many people and it's like, yeah, cool. You can keep hating on streaming. You can keep hating on YouTube. But the reality of the situation is if you Google Pac-12 TV deal, our show is going to come up, right? If you Google different things about this situation, we're going to show up. And I'm not even saying that we're the best or the biggest or like we're better than anyone else. But what I am saying is that we've been nails on this topic and they know who we are. And that's precisely why they don't want to have the conversation. Yeah, and I don't even really... That none of that even matters to me. The bottom line is, you, you, all these guys are just sitting here game playing. Why game play with it? What, what, why? That's what. That's the issue in this. Like, you know, this Tulane story that we've worked on today, that we've worked really hard on. Like, I understand why Tulane gave us a no comment today. Totally understand that. What is there to comment on, right? You know, we have we have sources today telling us that Tulane um, is a is a really is a really there's a good chance Tulane winds up joining uh, the Pac-12 or getting an invite, right? And the issue is, is that not all the presidents in the Pac-12 want to go that far east. And so when you you look at what's left in the state of Texas, Rice and SMU, 
are, are other candidates. But Tulane, academically speaking, there's not a better fit in the country to join the Pac-12 than Tulane. There's just not. Their academics are an AAU member. I think they're 44th nationally in academics. Like they'd be third in the conference academically in the Pac-12 as it's constituted now. I mean, it's a Tulane's a no-brainer. Yeah. And it gives you a, 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 a new demo, a new DMA in uh, New Orleans and Louisiana. and But it does push you on the other side of Texas. And I understand why Pac-12 presidents would be uncomfortable with that. And in fact, I don't even disagree with it. Uh, I don't know that Rice brings you the, uh, the economy, the revenue, the humanity. Obviously, I mean, Rice is a small school. I, I, I even look at SMU and I don't know that SMU really is an option if you're trying to expand and grow. Tulane and San Diego State, those are two nice pickups. I mean, the year that Tulane had in football last year was not a fluke. They're well coached. They're a talented team. That's not accidental. You, you put Tulane in the Pac-12 without UCLA and USC, and I think they comp compete today. And the bowl game doesn't mean a thing, by the way. That's a nice win over USC, but come on. Um, my point is, I think that this Pac-12 conference has a long way to go when it comes to expansion. You know, there's a lot of people who believe that in the next couple of weeks, we should get an update on the Pac-12 TV situation from their mouth to the TV God's ears, because I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. I, I truly am. Yeah. And I think it is, I think it's games like San Diego State's playing with the media that is just terrible for this. It's terrible for the conference. Number one, by the way, it, it, I mean, it is completely unfair to your constituents, to your students, to your boosters, to your faculty, to your alumni. Like it's just, it, it's a, the wrong thing to do. It is the wrong thing to do. Does that matter? Probably not. Yeah. It, it probably means very little to J.D. Wicker and the people at San Diego State. They don't care. I, I truly think they don't care. And if you did care, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be going about things the way that they are. Yeah. In my mind, you wouldn't be. Uh, Chad Masters says, Pac-12 echo chamber. Jeremy Callahan says, back in black on Monday. Amen to that. I got a lot of sun over the weekend. I was out on the golf course quite a bit this weekend. Don't ask. Because it was, it was, frankly, it was not anything pretty to look at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so the, so we go out, you know, play, play first nine, part, little par three course. You know, first nine was good. You know, but then play the back nine, second nine. And second nine was not good. Second nine was really The second rough. nine on Saturday was fine. Like, I shot a 31 the first nine on Saturday and a 37 or a 34, I can't remember. And then Sunday, I shot back-to-back 37s on like a little par three. It was ugly. It, I, I embarrassed, like the PXG clubs did not want to come out of the bag. You know. It was, it was embarrassing. It was not good. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, I pray for beeves to the Big 12. You mean like Oregon State? Uh, Dur, Dur Hay. San Diego State thinks they are wanted by both the Pac and the Big 12, so they are just trying to flex. But I agree, it looks unprofessional. I truly don't think... I think for, for the Pac-12, San Diego State is make or break. There, there's just no other way to look at it. Yeah. All the rhetoric, all of the, you know, I, I, the, the run to the Final Four, like all of the great things that they did in basketball this year, you absolutely have to have that in your conference. When you're losing a blue blood in basketball in UCLA... You are tedious at best, like with with Arizona. 
Yeah. I mean, you are on you that that is stability is not the word that I would use to describe Arizona's relationship <laughs> with the Pac-12. I think San Diego State's a must for the Pac-12. Yeah. But I think the issue is getting San Diego State paid because nobody's going to pay them full freight. No TV partner is going to pay them full freight. I I just I don't yeah. at least I don't think so. Well, and I think the other side of that too is like no, the member institutions in the Pac-12 aren't going to want San Diego State having a full share right out the gate, you know, when your money is not plentiful. You know, that's the other thing agree. you got to remember about that. And, I, and again, I just, it is my opinion. I just think it lacks courage and it lacks scruples what, what J.D. Wicker did. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting to it. To put a quote out like that, uh huh, and then to no comment, it it it's just it just it's dirty. Well, and I think it's it, it's it's unprofessional. I, I think part of the other side of it is like everyone's always so scared to have real conversations and interviews, and it's like the reality of the situation is is you're gonna have to have that conversation at one point or another, right? Like like we all agree that like let's say tomorrow they join the Pac-12. Okay, well, at that point, you're going to have to answer questions about how exactly it is that you're a great fit in the Pac-12 outside of the fact that you're located in the footprint, right? Like, what? Like you're going to have to have that conversation at some point, but you just want to have it on your terms, not anybody else's terms. Which, I, which listen, I understand. I understand that. I totally understand that. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean that, hey, you know, like all this other nonsense, it doesn't make it right um, yeah. by any... By any form or fashion, but it to me it's it's just it just sits wrong. I'm tired of the game playing. I'm tired of the game playing. That's really what it for me. That's really what it comes down to. It it, it makes me crazy, and and I just am not. I'm not that guy. I I'm not. I believe that if you are going to be an athletic director, like J D. Wicker at San Diego State, you have a responsibility to your athletes. You have a responsibility to your university. And what J.D. Wicker did here was, was I, I mean, I can think of a ton of adjectives about it. It just lacks maturity. It lacks scruples. It lacks confidence. It lacks all of that. And it's the wrong thing to do. If you're going to talk, talk. If you're not, keep your mouth shut. It, it, I don't understand it at all. If he'd have never talked to Seth Davis... If they would have never reached out to Seth Davis, why did you reach out to Seth Davis? Why did you do the interview? <coughs> why, what, like, is, is it that you don't feel good about what you're doing? Is it that you don't feel like you're valuable? Is it that you don't feel like you're going to get into either conference? So you're going to, you know, like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. And Donuts gives us a $2 tip. Appreciate that. And Donuts, as always, thank you so much. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find, there they are. Uh, Mark Ruckert, a new member of the show. Let's go, baby. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. You guys, all of our, all of our membership makes a huge difference on the show. We really appreciate everybody who joins. Um, and I think most of you probably already know this. You can join at two levels for $1.99. Hit the join button. You join for $1.99. All of our memberships are canceled anytime. Join for $1.99. All your comments get read because we highlight them. 
Uh, for $9.99 a month, you get into our member group uh, on Instagram. So you get all of our inside information first. You get all of our, like everybody who's in our $9.99 membership already knows what our summer promotion is. Um, so that's always, that's always amazing. And we always appreciate that. Um, also in the membership today is Jeff Canny. Jeff, welcome Let's to go. the program. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, awesome Raptor 88 who just gifted five memberships. Let's go, baby. Off to a flying start. Appreciate you Raptor 88. Uh, and Hapit and Jared and Marvin and Will and Shabed and Scrubbed. Okay. We appreciate all those memberships. Thank you, Raptor88, for being a a great fan of the show. Truck Stop Gumby, keep playing games with my heart, Uncle Monty. Exactly right. Exactly right. Cougar Tail says, hey, boys, don't uh, want to be a downer, but I just got back from a funeral in Lone Tree, Wyoming, and I passed 27 truck stops and loved every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Big 12 is a truck stop conference. Dude went out and got firsthand experience of the Big 12. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Nate's. Uh, let's see. Nate Simon says, Jake, pull it out. Yeah. I'm a man. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I'm an Astros fan since the early 2000s. There man. you go. Ooh. Uh, Curtis D316. Colorado is meeting with the Big 12, and I see ASU and Arizona meeting with them soon as well. They've all had meetings already. So any, any conversations, in my opinion, are ongoing. They are ongoing. Hey, guys. C. Kaufman says, Jake. See, pull it out. Yeah, okay. I did, man. I did. Jeremy Callahan for exactly the reason you just mentioned. Okay. Um, Ron McClure, ASU controlled board of regents. Facts, not splitting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Control is a myth, man. Uh, I it, it is. It is all it, it, to me. It is all. There's a larger picture at play. ASU and Arizona, I think, are tied at the hip. That's just my opinion. A ton of people have told me that, but my opinion is one's not going anywhere without the other. I, I just can't see. There's no reason to do that. Yeah. There really isn't. Uh, Aaron Wilson, UCF, BYU, and Cincy were bigger pickups than Houston. Completely wrong. I disagree, Aaron. Um, I think that Houston is a much better – I think BYU was the, the, the gem there, I think, of the four new schools. Houston, without a doubt, is second. There is just no doubt about that. Cincinnati brings very, very little. I mean, very little. UCF athletically is a toss-up, but the region, the state, like Florida is just, I mean, they, guys are bored in Florida running a 4-340. Like, it's a, <laughs> it is a track meet pipeline, and you got to have that. But if you look at what Houston brings, Houston brings a large metro market, where they will be able to obviously own the entire state. Houston was the last real, real fragment of Texas. And if you look at how important Houston is when it comes to the build and the economy of the state of Texas, there's no doubt. Because you've got Dallas, you've got Lubbock, you've got Houston. Like You have everything you need in the Big 12. You own the state of Houston. Now, 
is does Texas and Texas A&M have something to say about that? Of course they do. Of course they do. But when you look at the when you look at the footprint and you look at the competition, I was talking to a guy yesterday about whether or not the SEC is still the 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 granddaddy, yeah. the big dog. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Financial money means everything when it comes to who's the biggest and the best. But who's got the reach? Who's got the reach? And you know who that is. If you look across college athletics right now, I think the Big Ten has the reach. I think the Big 12's coming. The Big 12 is coming. You've got major metro markets. You've got the, the LDS church with BYU. You've got, I mean, you look at the reach of, of the, the Big 12. If you want, let's say you wound up with Gonzaga, and, you know, in the Northwest and, you know, you pull a San Diego State, like you, you look at those ads, like, and let's pretend San Diego State goes to the Pac-12. Yeah. Because if the Pac-12 survives, I think that's where San Diego State goes. But if you're, if you're the Big 12 and you don't pluck anybody from the Pac-12 and San Diego State joins the Pac-12, where are you going to go? You're going to go Gonzaga. Gonzaga. And then I think you're going to have to get very aggressive because you're not likely to, to be in the SMU Rice game. No. So the question is, is that UNLV? Is that Fresno State? Like, where do you go if you're the Big 12, the Pac-12, and let's pretend all 10 members of the Pac-10 or the Pac-12, that's going to kill me, all 10 members of the Pac-12 stay together and they add San Diego State. And let's say they add Rice, doesn't even matter. Where does the Big 12 go for expansion? Yeah, I think we've also heard East, too. You know, we've heard there have been rumblings of the... You know, Creighton's, UConn. There certainly like, has. You know, I, I think, look, I think if you go off of what Brett Yormark has said, I mean, obviously he he finds the Pacific time zone very attractive because they yes, don't have represent, representation there. But I think, you know, ultimately, I think the conversation really winds down to, once again, the Pac-12 survival rate. I mean, again, like we said, assuming those 10 schools. But if we assume they're not there, that totally changes the ball game. I mean, if all of a sudden you know, your Washington states of the world become available. Okay, well, now we're having a different conversation. We're not so interested in in the UNLVs of the world if yeah. you're the Big 12. So I think it, it, that's why I say that this Pac-12 TV thing affects more than just the Pac-12, without a doubt. Yep, I agree. Mayor McCluskey in the hizzy. Dude, what's up, baby? What's going on? Where you been? Good to see you, Mayor McCluskey. He says, Tanner Plummer speaks facts. Utah Tech is in talks with the Big 12 and the Pac-12 only in Monty's dreams. Yeah, I've never said that. I've never, not one time ever said that. I have never said that. Uh, Richard Rico Carlson, Houston's a legit pick. I would agree. Aaron Wilson says Ohio, Cincinnati brings Ohio, but do they? So you're, you're a, a high school football player in the state of Ohio and you're good enough to play at Cincinnati. Are you, are you going to Cincinnati or are you like, I mean, that's not going to be your first choice. Yeah. Even if you're in the, the city of Cincinnati or the suburban Cincinnati, depending on what side of the river you reside on, you really believe that you that Cincinnati brings you the state of Ohio. Um, I have a tough time um, believing that. Um, I don't see that for, for a second Yeah, at all. Because until Cincinnati starts winning football games in the Big 12... What does it really matter? 
And I would go further to say that when you lost your coach to Wisco and the Badgers, I'm going to go ahead and say you're back to being a basketball school until you're not. Um, so I, I just, I disagree with you. I, I don't, I just don't, I don't see that yeah. at all. In my opinion, Matthew, uh, Castellan, Castleton, Castleton. I'm terrible. Gives us a $10 tip. Thank you so much for that. Truck stop Gumby. Don't start. Do I do not need my this. Guy my guy is not in the mood I today, do not dude. Need He's this not in, my in life the mood. Today. I don't. He says Gonzaga. 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 Uh, Callahan says adding Houston kept the Big 12 recruiting alive in the Houston Metro. It would have become completely SEC dominated had Bowlesby not added Houston. There's something in that. I, I think I think it was. I, I just, look, maybe I overstate it. I don't know. I think Houston was critical. I think BYU was probably the gem of free agency. Yeah. And I think Houston was absolutely a must-have because they are excellent in basketball, and I think they are they are going to be very good in football. And I think they are, I think, as an institution, as geocrat, like there's nothing you can say bad about Houston. Yeah. I mean, they're just, I mean, they are geographically really good. They help you geographically. I think they create a, a really difficult proposition for recruits to say no. Like it, it, it just, it's everything you want. Because even in the SEC, if you said to a kid, well, come, come go to Texas A&M. Texas A&M's not on TV every week. And now not going to be yeah, on TV every week. sad reality, man. Right? Like, that conference is very difficult to navigate. Right? And if you're being recruited by Texas A&M, you're probably being recruited by Texas. And if you can go to Texas, I would guess you're going to Texas over Texas A&M. If you're, if you're a Texan, I would, I would think so. I could be wrong. Yeah. But if, if, you are, if you are, let's say you're a four-star recruit, because most five-star recruits are going to write their ticket. It's just a matter of where they dreamed about as a kid. Are we clear on that? But if you're the kid that is good enough to go play, you know, in second-tier major college football. So if you are, you're not good enough to play at Alabama, but you're good enough to play at Ole Miss, you're going to go to Houston. If you're in Texas, you would go to Houston. I mean, there's no reason Houston can't win recruiting battles in the state of Texas. Yeah. There's no, they've shown they can already, right? So this is why I ask, like, what is it that Cincinnati brings? What is it that UCF really brings? Well, I, again, not to be redundant, I can make the argument for UCF as a, as a, as a regional power. I can. I mean, it, it, it makes too much sense. Well, and I think that's kind of what defines, like, this situation you're talking about, like, you know, geography versus attractiveness of the program itself. I think that's what defines the great head coaches in college football because, yep. you know, before Saban, the Sabinator was there, Alabama wasn't anything, right? But then the Sabinator shows up and all of a sudden it's roll tide all day, right? I mean, you can, I mean, hell, Cincinnati's might be the perfect example of this with Luke Fickle. And you're, you're talking about guys like Mike Shula. Yeah. Being, you know, like, and then Nick Saban shows up and nobody remembers the guy who wore the hat, right? Now it's just, you know, Nick Saban. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I don't know when you when you have greatness. I mean, you you just need to embrace it. That's why, you know, obviously, bucked up energy is the official energy drink of the Monty Show Fast. because we embrace greatness. That's right. Which is what bucked up energy is. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need the clearing of the head. 
Maybe I need the smooth, smooth yeah. pina colada flavor of the Miami. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. There is nothing better than an ice cold bucked up Miami. Zero sugar, lots of pop. I'm telling you, it is. Not only does it taste good, not only does it give you a nice lift, you know, mentally, which I love about Bucked Up, but the thing that I really appreciate is Bucked Up is a local company. They're entrepreneurs. They're a family business. They're everything you want to support, yeah. right? Buckedup.com. Use the promo code MOTSI, but don't take my word for it. Get their Buckshot. It's in the description below, and it's free. You get six free samples of their buckshot, and I love them because they're they're small, power-packed. They're easy to drink. They're high-powered energy shots that give you long-lasting, clean energy all day long. Not only do they taste good, but they work even better than they taste. And that word clean, man, I think that's really important. There's so many... You know, you walk into a Maverick where you can get bucked up now, or you walk into Costco's where you can get bucked up now, and you'll see there's all these sugar-filled, full of artificial flavors, and you don't get that at Bucked Up. You get clean, really effective energy at buckedup.com. Make sure you use the promo code MATI to get 20% off your purchase at checkout, and you get those free buckshot samples in the description below. Truck Stop Gumby says all 10 of the Pac-12. It makes it's my brain It's so run. terrible, dude. Gumby, you're not even wrong. Uh, Saul Goodman, better call Saul. Houston will eventually kill all TCU, Baylor, and Tech. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm a huge believer in Texas Tech. I mean, you look at the the just the, the brand awareness of that program, and you look at what they've accomplished. I mean, Baylor is a behemoth. Yeah. Baylor is a behemoth. You know, like you, again, Waco's a great example. I mean, what corner of Texas do you not occupy? Or can you not reach? None. Not one. I think Houston was huge. Absolutely huge. Tanner, the church has come out uh, that they prefer members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Oh, we, oh, okay. Are we're we, talking are we about, talking about that again. I guess it's okay. That's cool. Uh, Aaron Wilson, UH brings little besides other texts, another Texas school. I, I, Aaron, I don't know why you want to fight, dude. I, I mean, I understand you're a tech guy, but that's completely wrong. That's just completely wrong. I mean, besides another Texas school. So they don't bring money. They don't bring geography. They don't bring very high ath athletic performance. They don't bring a really solid educational presence. They don't bring any of that. They just are another school in Texas. UTSA. We should have got you know, UTSA into the Big 12. The problem Better with, than Houston. The problem with the, hey, it's just another school in Texas thing. And I love you, Aaron. I'm not trying to go in on you, but I hear this a lot. Ah, it's just another school in Texas. Well, it tells me you don't understand Texas, right? Because that's not how Texas works, right? You have... You have it's it's regional within the state, right? And you have these different brands that dominate different areas, and they offer similar but slightly different things. But that doesn't mean that Houston all of a sudden is a is a piece of trash university or program yeah. because they share the same state with another behemoth. Aaron, I just don't understand. I mean, is it because you're a Texas Tech fan? I, that's all I can think of. Because I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I just don't understand that. And to say that UCF is huge for the Big 12, but Houston's just an also-ran. Hmm. Cincinnati, hoo-hoo. But Houston, nah. Like, I, 
I know you're better than that. I know you are. Uh, Curtis uh, says, Pac-12 is dead, and in a few years, the ACC will be done as well. The ACC, it's just economically, it doesn't work. Yeah. That's the biggest issue. Nick M says, as far as viewership nationally and worldwide, BYU has the biggest was the biggest get for the Big 12 during the last expansion of the Big 12. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't even disagree with that. I, I think the bigger issue will be how how long does does each one of these schools take to climb the ladder in the Big 12? Well, Houston's gonna be there basketball wise right now. They already are. Yeah. Right? You look at Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. I think BYU has I think they have miles to go. I think it's going to be very difficult in the next three years for them to, and and I mean this with all due respect, I think it's going to be difficult for BYU to compete, to win, consistently win games, especially in basketball. I, I have, without going in on BYU, but I just have been so disappointed at the lack of growth and progress in the BYU basketball program. With all due respect. It, it has been... I mean, it's not Utah, but the ineptitude, <coughs> the the lack of the lack of consistency. It, it's really surprising to me. It really is surprising to me. Mayor McCluskey says the work schedule changed again, so I'm working earlier, so it's difficult to catch the show live anymore. Oh, damn! Sorry to hear that, dude. Well, I'm glad you're here when you are here. Uh, Levi Long, they use the Book of Mormon and the Bible. Okay. We out here having a conversation in the comment <laughs> section about like LDS versus Mormon and which book is better, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, since he, Jeremy says, since he really adds the least of the big four, I agree with that. Just because of the time, like losing Luke Fickle yes. is just. Yes. Dude, it's just a kick in the balls to lose Luke Fickle. I mean, Fickle. the fall is massive. I mean, you know, to get to where that program was with Luke and then. To have him leave and to be basically yeah. a nobody for what what has it been a season now or two That's seasons? Tough. Like, yeah. It's rough. It is uh, this. Well, this is he's going into his first year at Wisconsin. So, uh, Aaron Wilson says, "All love, enjoy the conversation." Yeah, always, dude. Uh, Ron McClure says, "BYU super mediocre in football." I don't think they're mediocre. I think the coaching staff that Kalani has built through all this turmoil, I think is nothing short of amazing. You're not wrong that they had a bad year last year, but I, but I think, you know, BYU is one of those programs where you have to really look behind the record and see like what actually is going on. You know, the, like there, there's a lot happening. I would say they're well, in transition. And this, this Cody Epps situation. And I want to talk about this because I think this is a, uh, this is a big deal. Um, Cody Epps, the wide receiver at BYU, um, entered the transfer portal at the last possible second. And I think this is a big deal. I, I reached out to Cody via text, and he understandably said he, he cannot talk right now. But my guess is this is a money thing. And I, I don't understand. Like, the BYU community immediately went to honor code, honor code, honor code. Um. I don't believe it's an honor code issue. I don't believe it's a behavioral issue. I don't believe it's a lifestyle issue. Um, you don't, Cody Epps tweeted about his lifestyle in the, in the LDS faith and loved it. I don't believe it's a lifestyle issue. I think it's a, hey, BYU football is going to get racked for the next two years. They are going to have a tough, you know, hill to climb here. Cody Epps is a wildly talented wide receiver. I think he was your, you're going to be your absolute breakout star. 
And I think he wants to do that in front of bigger, brighter lights. How can you blame him? And I think somebody probably offered him money. And he said, sure, let's do it. I think it's it. the vilification of Cody somehow, I, I find it to be repulsive and repugnant. And if you're one of those people that was reaching out to, to me today saying, oh, hey, I have information on a honor code violation. Don't call me. Call somebody else. Call somebody else. I'm not interested. I, I think one of the things that the BYU community loves to do is they love to be like, oh, okay, well, look, the UFO just left Provo and drew, you know, from what I understand, there was some earthquaking going on in Cody's dorm room. Uh, He's watching some R-rated movies. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Why are we trying to bury a kid like Cody Epps who's just doing what's best for him? Because anybody that advised Cody Epps not to take more money and bigger game spotlights was not out for them. They were out. They were not out for Cody Epps. They were out for themselves. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's perfectly said. Simple math. Yeah. Simple, simple math. Yep. Simple math. Uh, BYU for not having a conference is not average. I don't think BYU is average. I think what BYU did in, in Independence was unbelievable. Raider Mark, what's up, Raider Mark? If Houston gets it going, the city of Houston will get behind the school. Totally agree. Yep. Look at the basketball program. Bill Foley, don't doubt the influence of NIL today. Don't doubt it. Don't doubt that. Uh, exactly right. Uh, as a tech grad who grew up in Houston, the only knock I have for UH is that they are largely a commuter school who often has great difficulty getting fans to games. Don't disagree that they have trouble getting fans to games. Yeah. Uh, Mayor McCluskey is back. Mayor is back, McCluskey. Those who slam Cody for leaving are hypocrites. If a better job came through and offered more money, anyone in their right mind would do it. Absolutely it's right. facts, dude. Absolutely right. That's right, T. Ron McClure. Mayor, good to see you. Uh, Ron McClure, get used to portal exits. going to become commonplace. Already is. Uh, this is the point you've been making about college basketball, right? I mean, you look again. <laughs> so funny. San Diego State going to the national championship game this year. Like, like, how do you think that happened? You think that San Diego State just woke up, you know, three months ago and was like, all right, yep, this is the year we're going through the bracket. That's exactly This right. is the one. No, dude, that's not what happened. What happened was is all the Blue Bloods got their knees chopped off by NIL and all these kids wanted to go make some bread before they got to the NBA, and that's where we have San Diego State in the final. And it's fine. I think it's good. Yeah. The commissioner of the Mountain West, Gloria Navarra, has even said so. The fact that they got in and the fact that they got all the way that far, they're going to get paid. And by the way, the, if you think the expanded college football playoff isn't a factor of these schools right now, you're out of your mind. They yep. absolutely care about it. Yep, totally agree. Breaking, big breaking news uh, coming out um, of a certain league about a certain player. Well, I look for my Papa Murphy's is pizza graphic. Breaking news is next after we tell you all about the Taco Grande pizza at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Hi, I'm Kylie, and I make fresh, delicious Papa Murphy's Pizza. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and I make the Papa Murphy's Pizza. Sure, that's cake and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your oven. By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza. Super good pizza, Kylie. Oh, Kylie, so good. Right now, enjoy big-time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited-time Taco Grande. Papa Murphy's, change the way you pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza had great Papa Murphy's Pizza this weekend. 
You know the thing I love about Papa Murphy's is no matter what your flavor of pizza is, dude, Papa Murphy's has it. You can customize an entire pizza. You can customize half of a pizza. And you look at their Taco Grande or, you know, we all love their, what the, the pumpkin-shaped pizza they yes. did. Like, they just always have something spectacular. And that doesn't even mention the marinara meatball, which is awesome. But I love making custom pizzas in the Papa Murphy's app. Download it on your phone right now. Papa Murphy's Pizza, promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Breaking news, as always, on this show is presented by our good friends at Canyons Golf. The official golf club of the Monty Show is Canyons Golf up at Park City Mountain Resort in the Canyons Village. Canyons Golf, the most beautiful golf course in the state of Utah because you've got mountain views, you've got clean mountain air, and pristine grounds. From greens to fairway, tee to green, it is gorgeous. It always is. When you're thinking about golf in the state of Utah, and hey, you want to reward your top salespeople and go play a threesome at, at, at a golf course, go to Canyons Golf. Not only do you have the best hospitality, so you've got food, wine, beer, it, beer, no matter what you want, right there next to the course in the village of Canyons. But again, you've got world-class golf and the best teaching professional in Utah is our good friend Darren Ingram. Breaking news out of the NBA this hour, Joel Embiid is out for game one tonight. The Philadelphia 76ers will not have Joel Embiid. They are a nine and a half point dog at Boston on a really low number, 214 and a half. Yep. Uh, This is a problem. Monty makes you money. Hey, Monty. Uh, coming up here in about an hour, we will uh, do our daily uh, picks so that you guys can pay your bills. You know, it's rent and mortgage time. We got. The- I have been a rich we- man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time. Yes, I do too. Uh, but Joel Embiid is out tonight for yeah. Philly. I mean, I don't know. I don't. A. I just don't know how you pick against Boston at home. Well, I have to say. The line is proper, in my opinion, because Joel's the guy giving him 30, 40 a night. Well, what do you always You always want to rip my guy. Yeah. You Time always, for your boy to step up. Time you for your boy. You always want to rip fat ass. Time for a first team all fat ass to produce a 35 and 15 style game, man. Need that. Need a vintage James Harden game here. And, and there are some people, uh, you know, I believe it was the Skip Bayless report came out today saying that. Joel has a slight, I think the word was slight, like a slight or a small tear in his cartilage, which is actually what the injury is. So there's some speculation on just how bad this injury is, but ultimately you can just book this as 1-0 Boston. And if it's not, Boston should be absolutely embarrassed. Yeah, Mayor McCluskey says, speaking of Canyons Golf, I won that free foursome at your birthday. How do I pick that up? DM me, bro. DM Chaboy. Yeah. Jake will hook it up, no problem. Jeremy Callahan, who is going to be UH's rivalry? Um, depends. I mean, obviously, it's going to be in state. Texas Tech is everybody's rivalry. <laughs> pew pew. Kiss me outside. How about that? You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, "I'm here, Gumby. Uh, about to go to the car dealership to get my car. What oh, kind of car okay, is it? Aaron." Uh, San Diego State, I don't know what is more frustrating today, not being able to get behind the firewall at work or Monty's J.D. Wicker rant. Well, I am not happy if you're... Dude, that's a San Diego State guy, dude. That is, and Glenn knows I 
I'm a huge Glenn fan. But this thing at, at San Diego State today really pissed me off. What did I just say? And the problem is it happened right before the show, so yeah. I had a little extra gas on the fire. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. And, you know, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was lit. I, and I don't mind... Um, I don't mind getting after it. Yeah, and I mean, this I, thing I with don't, JD Wicker yeah. today. So JD you Wicker know. over the weekend gave an interview to Seth uh, Davis at the Athletic. Yeah, and I just am. I am amazed. I am amazed that we look at these situations, and JD Wicker's refusing to be held accountable because he just wants to plant. Uh, you know, plant a little seed in the media. Texas me. And hey, dude, if that's you, I'm all about it, man. But don't don't the 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 issue becomes when you won't even answer a question about it. When you, when you won't talk about it. And it's not like JD Wicker's, you know, some incompetent psychophant who can't speak or put two words together because he can't. He's not George Klyavkov, who you can literally not trust to speak to the media, right? Like, that's not the case. The case is, is that J.D. Wicker doesn't want to be held accountable for the things he said. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be asked follow-up questions. And he doesn't want to be, you know, he just doesn't. And I'm trying to get a screen grab. Um, but again, why do I hate the athletic? Because I've got to figure out what password on what device, like, they're their system is just so fucking yeah i think the the trouble dude the trouble is is that you're exactly right like this guy does know how to talk this guy is an ad for a reason yes, he's and wildly I, intelligent and experienced yeah and so it's like dude like we know the game you're playing and, and i guess for me like you were frustrated because you had the first-hand experience of dealing with them and everything i was frustrated because i was like dude like why why not like why not I understand if you don't if you don't feel like we're if you have some f feeling about our show or whatever the hell it is and, and you don't want to do an interview. Okay, I understand that. But if that was the case, why not why even respond to the email? Why not just ignore the email? It's not like it's not like you have to answer the email, you know? And so they answered the email and it was like, yeah, we're not gonna comment. Even though we just did an interview. And I just I don't know. I just I just felt like I just felt like, man, like, isn't that so indicative of how the Pac-12 operates? Like, isn't that what, isn't this what we've seen for like a year? Yeah, I, I think it's amazing. Um, you know, just looking at this article from Seth Davis, he quite literally has the quote, um, you know, and I'll, I'll put this quote back on the screen because I, I want you guys to know what we're talking about, right? J.D. Wicker told Seth Davis, and this is a tweet from Dennis Dodd, who quoted Seth Davis at The Athletic one way or the other. The Big 12 of the Pac-12 is going to happen. We're excited for the opportunity, and we've done a lot of work to prepare for that. So he has that quote here, and then Seth Davis just goes into this long-ass paragraph about Coldplay and the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Snapdragon Stadium and... You know, uh, how like a move to the Pac-12 would bring five to tenfold increase in revenue. And he talks about how Wicker likes, 
You know, like Wicker likes the coach's office example. Wicker likes that the coach's offices across all sports are located inside the Fowler Athletic Center. I have, quote, here's a quote from Wicker. Two paragraphs later, I have no desire to build a bunch of independent buildings for a team to move into their own separate spaces. Well, hey, jackass, how about we ask him a follow-up question like, okay, well, have you told the Mountain West you're leaving? Here's a question. Who have you, you know, have you spoken to George Klyovkov? And, um, and is he, has he issued you a verbal invite? I mean, ha have you had conversations with Brett Yormark? And what, it, you know, in, in generality, what have you guys talked about? That's out of the window. Hey, how concerned are you about the Pac-12 TV deal? Um, hey, do you think that the, the alumni, the boosters, the current student athletes, the faculty, the administration of San Diego State is better served in the Pac-12 or the Big 12. You know. Oh, but you want everybody in the same office, right? Okay. Oh, well, hey, JD, I thank you. John David Wicker, thank you. Man, that was great. Oh, thank you. Man, wow. well, you know, the funny thing is, being that he wants all the offices in the same building, that fits right in with the Pac-12's proposed budget in the new TV deal. So, looks like they're a match made in heaven, bro. And then he goes back to, like, this was a, this was a, the main, the balls of the story is, well, San Diego State's winning college basketball is just the beginning. <laughs> right? And then he goes back to Brian Dutcher in recruiting in, in San Diego State, like, it, Schemers trying to control their little worlds. And I'm I'm just like, dude, you you yeah. have to ask the question. But they won't. That's the thing. That you, that's you, why he did that's why he talked to Seth. You have to ask the question. You have to. And and, and I, I don't understand it. And it, I don't know if it's a relationship thing here on the Monty Show presented by the advocates. I don't know if it's a relationship thing. I have no idea. How do you let John David Wicker, J.D. Wicker, the athletic director at San Diego State, say, well, hey, man, one way or the other, we're going to the Big 12 or the Pac-12. Wow, that was, wow. So let me get this right. You probably did this on the phone. I could be wrong. I don't know. But let's pretend you're sitting in front of him. And you're like, man, it's really, it's a really nice stadium you got here, man. You know. Hmm, what are you going to do with it? Well, one way or the other, we're going to the Pac-12. Right, but what kind of grass are you going to put in? Is that Kentucky bluegrass? Hey, and, and, you know, uh, we're excited for the opportunity. We've done a lot of work to prepare for that. Right, by putting in the Kentucky bluegrass, right? I mean, that's the work you guys have. And I love the paint colors because that's essentially what Seth Davis did here. Yeah. Seth Davis did exactly what, like, the people at, at, at here in Salt Lake City, they had the athletic director at Utah on the radio not once, twice, twice. And he's talking openly <laughs> about the Big 12. And the guy on the radio, this guy Hans Olsen, who is now the color commentator for BYU football broadcasts, never asked him a question about the Big 12 or the Pac-12. It's the Big 12! Never asked him a question. And then this athletic director, Mark Harlan's like, well, you know, the Pac-12 TV deal is really important. Right, but you know what? The thing I want to ask you about, holy cow, man, that new scoreboard at the Huntsman Center? <laughs> <laughs> right, Hans, I understand we got this new scoreboard, but, you know, this Pac-12 TV deal, for us, it's a real important because of revenue. 
you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, the scoreboard doesn't doesn't count the revenue that we're not going to get in the Pac-12 TV deal. So, you know, right, Mark, I understand that. But I got to tell you, man, the, the way that you guys perfectly stripe the parking stalls in the parking lot at Rice Eccles for us media folks, I knew exactly where the lines were. Great job. Great, great job. But hands, but part of the plan. But hands, I have to tell you, this Pac-12 TV deal is really important to us. Right, <laughs> I understand. How long do you think Kyle Whittingham's going to coach? Well, he, you know what, Kyle um, Whittingham quit today because this Pac-12 TV deal is so bad. Right, but how are we going to fix the termite problem in the locker room? Just wouldn't do it. And the guy kept trying to like. What, but, I want it. I want it. I want it. And he wouldn't ask a question. <laughs> just wouldn't. I'm like listening to the radio like, dude. And so here I am with my athletic subscription right here. And we're talking about hot dogs and red hot chili peppers. Make sure you get your ginger ale. Damn lot, because it's sold out, friends. When I here say. Here I am. When I say, oh, oh God. How are we going to have enough ginger ale for the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert? Some, I mean, somebody get Coca-Cola on the phone. It is what it is. But hey, you know, we might go to the Big 12 or the Pac-12. But I got to ask you, so you put in all this bluegrass. You guys use plywood? Or is that more of like a, a foam product to protect a field? Here at Snapdragon Stadium. J.D. Wicker? Right. You want to? But Seth... I got to tell we're going to the Big 12 or the Pac-12, and I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm really excited about Brian Dutcher, that little leprechaun-looking dude. <laughs> I will choke you on sight, sir. <laughs> like, how do you not ask? And, and by the way, a lot of you were like, well, you don't know if he asked. You know how I know he didn't ask? Because he didn't print it. So let me get this right. Because I see some of the commenters saying, well, maybe he asked. But if you ask the question, you're telling me a guy of Seth Davis's caliber? Didn't print it. I have a hard time believing that. Jackass. This has got to stop. We've got to stop doing this. Don't do the interview. If you're going to let the flipping guy put out a, a quote like this and you're not. If I'm Seth Davis's editor, I'm fucking firing him today. Do you understand how derelict in his duties this is? J.D. Wicker, the athletic director, said to you, we're leaving the conference hell or high water. We're going to the Pac-12 or the Big 12. You didn't think to ask him a follow-up question? And if you did and he said no comment, right, well, I did ask and he said no comment. We really did. Really? It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's unthinkable. Truck Stop Gumby makes a really good point in all of this. Diet Coke is greater than ginger. <laughs> well, I did ask a follow-up question. By the way, why not Diet Coke? JD, I need to hard hitting well, here at the athletic. Why ginger ale and not Diet Coke? Well, look, Answer Seth. the question! Look, Seth. Right here! <laughs> Answer the fucking question! Seth. What? It was not Diet Coke. Because we're on the Mountain West budget, which is why hell or hot water, we're leaving the damn conference. And I just broke a nail on my own microphone because of you, Seth Davis. That's because you're an idiot. 
But I tell you what, this idiot, this idiot drinks ginger ale. <laughs> what are we doing? Anyway. Hey, look at me. Mark Hale says the rant has gone on for more than an hour. Well, it really hasn't, though. And we're just... You know what, dude? Recycling. Yeah, it's a reset, okay? I'm sorry. I'll stop talking. All well, right. Okay, Mark Hale, how about this? I love you, bro. What do you want to talk about, dude? You name it, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it for two minutes. What do you want to talk about? Let me know. Dave, David Sebesta, time to switch to decaf bucked ups. Okay, here on the Monty Show. What would I do without you? The impact of caffeine on your rectum. Right here on the hard-hitting sports talk show presented by Seth Davis at The Athletic. It's an old question. <laughs> anyway, Matt Ritson. No Dr. Pepper Big 12 Conference, right? Remember the Dr. Pepper Championship game? I missed that. Uh, one of the Pac-12 presidents says, wow, can you believe that, Larry Scott? It didn't get any worse than that. And then the rest said, well, here, hold my beer and watch this. Dude. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, Better Call Saul says, well, the Suck 12 look pathetic. Imagine Kleopkok in a corner. And, well, but here's the problem, though. If you're Utah or... Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington. And you see J.D. Wicker at San Diego State say, we're going one way or the other. How many phone calls did Kleovskok get like, hey, are we going to secure San Diego State? And I wonder if that's what J.D. Wicker was trying to do by planting this seed of awesomeness on, on Seth Davis's chin. Is, was this like, hey... Haven't heard from you in a while, cock. Like, hey, B.Y., my dude. Bro. I know you're in Mexico in Rucker Park and stuff, but what about us Aztecas, dude? Bro, are you there? Hello. Hey, B.Y., did you notice us, what we did the first weekend of April? Gonzaga. I wasn't able to pick up your call because we were competing for a national championship. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was responding to C. Kaufman's comment, not complaining. Oh, God. Now I have to... Oh, boy. <laughs> now I got to... <laughs> okay. Uh, C. Kaufman um. said, this has got to be one of Monty's best Oh, rants. it is. It's an all-timer, dude. It's an all-timer. And, and I should stop. I mean, well, let's be honest. San Diego State ain't never coming on a Monty show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, J.D. Uh, hey, J.D., uh, it's Monty. Uh you're the guy that ripped me for an hour. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I know what time that it is. That was the Monty show. I'm Monty. <laughs> Your good old friend Monty. In a van down by the river. You remember me, John David Wicker? We were talking about the color of the grass out on the uh, football field out there, Snapdragon. Hey, JD. No, Monty, you can call me John David. You know. And actually, why don't you call me athletic director? Call me Mr. Wicker. Is that like John Wick? Um, if it's John Wick, I am in more trouble than I realize. He's an assassin. Uh, the pack isn't giving San Diego State a full share. They might just take twelve million. Well, I mean, honestly, twelve million is what three times more than they're but, making. But isn't now. that isn't that the perfect situation? What we're talking about with this interview, though, right? Because in the interview, what is what is uh, you know JD Wicker say? Well. It's uh you know tenfold or whatever the hell he said. Like we're doubling our money basically. Like. Like, yeah, you are, but that doesn't mean you're making 50 a year. And I understand well, that for a Mountain West school, stepping up to 12 a year is a big improvement. I get that. But if you can have Oregon come to your place and you can go to their place. And it's huge. That's a big deal. 
And now if you're in business with Stanford and Cal, you make more money. Look, I understand the economics of it. Yeah. But I don't have any problem. We reported a month ago that San Diego State, according to our sources, told the Big 12, hey, we feel like we're a better fit in the Pac-12. And that their alliances are with the Pac-12. And I understand that. This interview smacks of a guy who's like, damn, dude, the phone is not ringing. Yeah. Snapdragon this. Like, that's what this feels like. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Uh, thumbs up. He, Riley O'Brien, hey, Monty. Thumbs up, like button. I agree. Let's go. Know, what are we at? Uh, 3,000 views and 97. 97 likes. So if we could, uh, yeah, if everybody watching could hit the like button, that would be phenomenal. Uh, thank you to all, all 97 of you who have. Uh, appreciate that. Um, Mark Hale says, isn't 12 million going to be a full share? Wow. What, really? Damn, Mark. Damn, <laughs> it, dude. It is, but you know. Dave's uh, in opposition. Raider Mark, San Diego State got a Monty colonoscopy dude, special. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Straight pipe, homie. Like, <laughs> dude, that, that was that. You went in. Stay hard. Yeah, it's been a while since I was that annoyed with somebody. That's frustrating. I, you know what the the real issue is? I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Oh man! Wow, well, you know. You know what I mean? You like, already know that. It's, you know. Do you view this season as a failure? <laughs> <laughs> JD, I'm not mad at you, bro. I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed. Another classic episode of As the Pac-12 Burns. If <laughs> <laughs> Buddy's not even in the Pac-12, I don't disagree with that. I don't. I mean, I just, you know, when you expect the best, you, you expect the best. And I, listen, I don't, I'm not trying to judge anyone, but you know, you expect the best and then you, you shop somewhere other than barbecue pit stop. And then it's like, and it's like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? BBQpitstop.com. You know, they have the best barbecue equipment, right? Traeger, Yoder, Camp Chef, Big Green Egg. You know they have the best. You know they've got the best equipment, the accessories, the wing racks, the ground mats, the, the smoker covers. I'm for real. You know that. All of your favorite pellets, all of your favorite rubs, sauces, seasoning. I'm for real. But what they do do, better than all of that, do-do. What, what, see, what, the thing, I really don't care if you think it's us. The reason that you shop at Barbecue Pit Stop is because of the people. Yeah. Again, we talked about it with Bucked Up. Great local entrepreneurs. That's what Barbecue Pit Stop is. Stephen Lehigh doing videos on his YouTube channel and on his Instagram. Follow Barbecue Pit Stop. Comment on their Instagram and say, hey, heard about you guys on the Monty Show. That'd be phenomenal. We always appreciate that. BBQ Pit Stop. Um, go to their website. Shop online. BBQPitStop.com. Go to any of their Utah locations. Logan, Layton, Lehigh, Payson, St. George, and of course our friends in Murray the on Jeezy. State Street across from the mall. Uh, support local business, barbecue pit stop. They're experts. They're good people. They're local entrepreneurs and they have the best barbecue equipment. By the way, they have some of the best select cuts of meat in all of their shops as well. BBQpitstop.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty show, by the way, coming up in 36 minutes, we're going to announce our summer promotion. Um, and it's a big one. We are super stoked about it. We have an excellent sponsor attachment. Uh, for this one as well. It is going to be remarkable. Um, so make sure that you guys stick around because in 36 minutes, 
Yeah. We're going to tell you all about that, talking about the Pac-12 situation, uh, breaking news this afternoon for, if you're an NBA fan. Um, you know, you are, no, that's the, uh, that's the um, wrong one. Um, We're going to talk about sports books turning in NFL play. How um, about that, by the um, way? Uh, Joel Embiid out game one for the Sixers tonight against Boston, who's a nine and a half point favorite. We'll think keep that's that on, on that. BYU wide receiver Cody Epps in the transfer portal yesterday. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. That's a big story. I think BYU's climb into the Big 12. And again, I know we do this probably monthly now. How many games, how many football games does BYU win this season? It's four, dude. Because you think it's four. Does BYU win more games than Prime? Ugh. That is a conversation. That, my friend, is a conversation. I think if I look at their schedule. Yeah, we, we can do it. We got We got five minutes here. Boy, that's tough. Um, man, if I look at BYU's schedule, I think I think the number is four. Uh, <laughs> Sam Houston's a win. Southern Utah's a win. Loss at Arkansas. Loss at Kentucky. I think Cincinnati is going to be very close. Uh, that's a win. That's three, but it's going to be close. Yeah. TCU's a loss. Texas a loss. Yeah. Texas is a loss. Yeah. West Virginia's a loss. Yeah. Uh, you, think Iowa, they, you think they can't compete with West Virginia, though? No, they'll compete. They're going to lose. It's yeah. on the road in Morgantown. Yeah, you're going to lose that uh, game. Iowa sure. State is a loss. Oklahoma's a loss. And Oklahoma State's a loss. So three. So it's going to be tight. I mean, I think the Kansas game is a swing game. They played like garbage against Arkansas last year, They too. should win one of the games at home. I just... We'll see what Texas Tech is this coming season, but... I mean, you're coming off of an eight-win season that... A lot, I think a lot of of tech fans were disappointed in. Yeah. I would expect the bar to be raised. Yeah. I mean, that's a game that you probably could win. I mean, listen, BYU's defense is not to be trifled with. I think that defense is going to be exponentially better. I would hope so. I think the offensive line is going to have a lot more continuity on it with, with Suamatai on the left. I, I think that's a home run. I don't see you going to Texas. I don't see you going to West Virginia. My question is also, what's Oklahoma this year? I mean, I was going to say that could be an opportunity if they're as bad as they were. Venables has to. I mean, he has to have a season. Yeah. I mean, they they were six and seven. I mean, you have to have a season. Yeah. And if I if I look at if I look at some, I, I mean. How do you how do you replace Eric Gray? Like I, I just look at some of these questions around Oklahoma and Oklahoma's schedule. Arkansas State SMU at Tulsa at Cincinnati. You should be four and zero. And then you're home for Iowa State. Then you're home for Texas. Then you're home for UCF. I mean that's a schedule that really shakes out. Where I mean I expect Texas to be a two loss team. I think Texas is going to be very very good. That's a game you should almost. You should. I mean, you you know how those games go, dude. Oklahoma and Texas is always gas. I think you're five and one after Texas, six and one after UCF, seven and one after Kansas, eight and one after Oklahoma State. What is Oklahoma State going to be this year? What a dumpster fire that was last, especially in conference. Yeah, you know, like that's what I'm saying. The Big Twelve is deep, dude. I mean, there's. I think that's a I think the question is: Do you expect Oklahoma to go to Provo and win? Nah. 
I think that's the fourth win. I think it's four wins for, for BYU. And they're going to beat a team at home that they shouldn't. They're going to beat a team at LaBelle Edwards Stadium that BYU has no business beating. Look at our, look at our boy Cougar Trails rolling out here with Cougar six trails. and six. Cougar Tracks? Cougar Tracks, my BYU bad. BYU will go six and six this year. Where are you getting six <laughs> wins? And I'm, I'm being serious. Like, where are you getting... Yeah, we talk a lot of kidding? BYU on this showroom. And and I was a pessimist last year, and Ooh. this guy was a little bit nicer than I was, but we were both kind of in agreement that that, you know, eight wins was kind of the benchmark last year. And you did not come close to that. I like and, and the losses, the problem is the losses were demoralizing. Yeah. Right? So what I and I look at I look, I think. I think Texas has a chance to be very, very good. But if you if you look at if you look at BYU, I mean, I I I don't know how they compete. Not just at last. I almost throw out last year. Uh-huh. The coaching staff and the roster are so different. The leadership is so different. You lose. You don't replace a cat like Cody Epps. You don't. Right, I mean, you you just you don't. How many how many seasons do you think Kalani's got to get it going? Like, you think he's got four years to to be? Yeah, I do. You know, yeah, you, think, you think he's got that kind of leash? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because it's so hard to win in that league. Yeah, I mean, you look at Kyle Whittingham; it took him seven years. Right, it took him seven years. I mean, and I think we all know. You look up and down this. Texas is going to be. I think Texas is the best team in the Big Twelve this year. I think TCU is too. And then I come back to this Oklahoma question: If Oklahoma, if Oklahoma is going to be an eight, nine, ten win team, BYU is going to win three games. They're going to win three games. Yeah. I mean that that's the problem, right? Um, Can K State replicate what they did last year? Right. I mean, it, it is, it is that you're losing one of your top sack guys. Um, you know, like I, I think that's a big question. I think Texas Tech, you know, like I, I, Texas Tech probably is a sleeper team in the Big Twelve, aren't they always? Yeah. Right. That's kind I of their mean, brand. If they're gonna, if they're gonna contend for a spot in the 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 title game, I mean, that defense is gonna have to be better. It's it's gonna have to be better, and so then I I go down to, I go down to like Oklahoma State. You know, like like Derek Mason resigned, he's done, right? Jason Taylor and and Brock Martin, gone. Mason Cobb, a hundred tackles worth of Mason Cobb gone, right? Like, and now Jabbar Muhammad transferred. Dude, you're in, you're in trouble. And my only question is, how much of a here's a real question. How much of a bounce do we expect out of Iowa State? Do you expect Iowa State? Because I think Iowa State will be significantly better. Well. I, I you're not going one and eight again. There, there's no way. And their schedule is Northern Iowa, Iowa. At Ohio, you're two and one. Because I think Iowa's going to be better, I would think. Oklahoma State. Who are you picking, Iowa Oklahoma State or State. Oklahoma State? I'm taking Iowa State to win that game. Well, there you go. I think Mike Gundy is so three and one. I think Mike Gundy is in real trouble at Oklahoma State. I think he is in real. Well, you can't real lose trouble. the talent he lost and not be in well, trouble. I mean, you've lost some significant pieces there. We'll see. 
We'll see. I mean, I, I just, I look at some of their schedule. Like, how good is Baylor going to be? Is Baylor a top half? Yeah. yeah. Baylor's top half. Yeah, I think so. But I think, you know, you, you always know what you're getting with uh, with Buddy and Baylor. You know that you know that they're going to be a physical grinded out team. You know that they're going to lean on you the whole game. You know, it's not, they're not one of those teams that you can just kind of, you know, I mean, football hurts, but like with Baylor, they're just road grading you, dude. They're super physical. But they're going to they're gonna run into Utah early in the schedule, right? Texas at UCF, Texas Tech at Cincinnati. Their schedule is so soft. There's Baylor's schedule, Texas State, Utah, Long Island, Texas. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you said Long Island. Right. They're going to get hammered on Long Island Ice Tees to play Long Island. They don't leave. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. They don't leave until September 30th at UCF. Bro, what are you talking about, man? In a game they should win. Yeah. Right? So they're probably, I think, 4-1 and because I think they're losing to Texas. That's what I mean, right there, that doesn't have, I mean, again, I mean, you could bomb the rest of your schedule, but that essentially, You're going to a bowl. Yeah, that essentially guarantees two things. You're going to a bowl in your top half of the conference. And Baylor's beaten Texas Tech. Yeah. That's five wins already. They're winning at Cincinnati. They're six right there. They're better than Iowa State for seven. Houston's going to be really interesting because Houston was big and physical already. Yeah. But I'm giving that to Baylor, so that's eight. And then K-State, TCU on the road, and you come back for West Virginia. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, Baylor's got a shot to win 10 games again. Again. So tell me again, how is BYU going to win four games? Yeah. Because Brett Venables had better have, dude. I don't even think that it's uh, it's that BYU sucks. I just think it's a transition year with a new coaching staff, essentially. I mean, obviously well, Kalani, but you've got a lot of new faces there. You've got to get more talented. Well, yeah, clearly after what's happened today. I mean, you're talking about teams like Texas, Oklahoma, Baylor. You know, again, you would think Iowa State, but Texas Tech is even is three and a half. Yeah, you're deep. not talking about Wyoming anymore, bro. You're talking about a lot of these rosters, the TCUs, the Baylors, the Texas. Those guys are 40 players deep. They're 40 players deep. But now, let me Dude. tell you what now. What at BYU? Are you 25? If we throw in the kickers, are you 28 players deep? At You're missing an entire starting core, in my opinion. The... The top half of, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, but honestly, ask yourself this question. Can the top half of the BYU roster, Keaton Slovis included, can Keaton Slovis make half of the rosters at the top of the, 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 the big club? <laughs> nah. I'm not even ball. I'm not breaking balls. I'm not breaking He's balls, not I on swear. Texas roster, dude. I mean, Texas is what, four QBs deep? Yeah, he's he's struggling to make Oklahoma's roster, in my opinion. You're not I'm, making I'm you're not you. making TCU's roster. I can tell you that right now. I'm just telling you, man. I look at the I look at the depth of talent. And the top five teams in the Big Twelve are three quarterbacks deep. Does Keaton Slovis make? Does Keaton Slovis make Baylor's roster? Is is he is Keaton Slovis better than than? <laughs> Brayson McHenry, let's say. <clears throat> I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. That's what scares me about BYU. I will say, Keaton Slovis knows he's got to play his ass off for BYU, though. He does know that. If you are if you got any hope of being a journey, journeyman backup in the league, boy, you better play your ass off this year, man. 
Yeah. And then I go back to this this other story in the in the in the Pac-12 today. Um, <clears throat> we were told today by some pretty well-placed sources that Tulane is a serious target uh, to join the Pac-12. That San Diego State and Tulane right now are the two top targets in the Pac-12, and that if Tulane is unavailable or they can't get together on it because I think the major issue, as we've been talking about today, is that the, the Pac-12 just remains divided. Like, from, from, from the, the read that I get and the people I talk to, you have legitimately, out of 10, you have four presidents who think going past Texas is too far of a stretch, which I don't disagree with. If you're east of Texas, merge with the ACC. Yeah, agreed. Merge with the ACC. But they don't want to do that. But they're not ready to do that. Yeah. But if you're going to take, and again, this I guess this is the question, and it seems like our, our Texans are all over the place today. Who do you want, SMU or Rice? Because that's a, that's a big deal to me, man. Like, I, I look at, I know, but I look at, I look at Rice, and I think t- Tulane's a better ad. I think Tulane academically, they're 44th in the country. They're an AAU institution. Why wouldn't you add them? But but also so is Rice. So I, I look at some of these. I look at some of these options, and I guess my biggest question is, if you're the Pac-12, I think Tulane is a really good poll. Yeah, well, I think Tulane the 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 educational piece of Tulane is what makes them attractive for the Pac-12. I mean, we obviously know. And I'm not even mocking, but we know that the Pac-12 values education and they want to be surrounded by, you know, like they want to be surrounded by good educational institutions, you know, but when you're 137th, right? Or what what are they? Uh, Yeah, 100... Tulsa's... No, no, no. Tulane's 44th. Tulane's 44th, yeah. But look at Rice. Yeah. Rice is like 15th in the country. Yeah. So that's a really good ad educationally. It fits which matters. Yeah, Again, it does. we can debate the whole well education. These guys are idiots. They're not. Well, weren't we saying? They're not. Well, we were looking at this before the showroom, obviously. And Tulane would be like third in the Pac-12 if yes. they were to add them. Like, you know, you think about that, and it's like, hey, like that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that kind of makes it so that you. I mean, you only have to be kind of what a, you know, for lack of a better terminology, like a half-ass football program to fit in in the Pac-12. I mean, you just got to be serviceable. Let alone beating USC in a bowl game. You know, not that that bowl game had huge implications but still i mean the idea that you could we could literally sit here and say hey tulane beat usc like that's crazy i don't know man i i think rice is rice is a very small school rice is no different than stanford and i think if you're if you i don't yeah i'd have a hard time with rice if i were if i were a pac-12 president i'd have a hard time with rice i think when you look at where rice is in the economy and you know, the, you know, just in the, the, the ecosystem of education, <laughs> I, I struggle with that. Yeah. I struggle with that. Uh, what's up? Meat rocket. Meat he gave rocket. Us five gifted memberships. Meat okay. rocket. Thank you so much for that. Let's go. Bless your hearts. I, I, you guys, when you gift memberships, it just makes such a huge difference. Maury Alvarez gives us a $5 tip to say the name uh, should change from as the Pac-12 turns to as the Pac-12 burns. Seriously, this is more and more where this is going. Yeah. 
I, the, yes, yes, yes. The biggest question I have is, when does the Pac-12 get on the same page? When do all 10 presidents say, yep, that's the one? What would it take? I think it would take a... <coughs> My guess is it would take, for it to be a no-doubter, a $25 million per school deal for television and streaming combined. Yeah. It would have to be $25 million, and ESPN has to get the Tier 1. ESPN has to get the best game of the week every single week. Done. And then I think you can talk about, well, hey, ge geographically speaking, do we want to reach to, you know, do we want to reach to New Orleans? Do we want to reach to Louisiana? Are we willing to take on a, a small partner like Rice? Well, I think they would be because the education is unbelievable. Yeah. And Rice offers you, I don't know that Rice is ever going to be a juggernaut in football or, or basketball. Their baseball, their secondary sports are fantastic. Rice is a baseball power. So, I mean, you have value there. But if you're not making money in basketball right now, I, I don't know that you're that valuable, which is why, of course, San Diego State's a no-doubter. Gonzaga's a no-doubter, right? Don't. Gonzaga's, 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 Gonzaga. Thank you. Gonzaga. Thank I you. like Gonzaga. Appreciate Gonzaga. it. Yep. Uh, they, <laughs> they're absolutely of value. Does Rice play in that field? I don't know that they do. Yeah. And I know that, I, I don't necessarily care. Like, I see a lot of people saying that, um, you know, that Rice is an afterthought with fans. Like, what fans think, it doesn't matter. With all due respect to all of us, they don't care what we think. Yeah. They don't. Or we wouldn't be having the J.D. Wicker meltdown today. Seriously. Right? I mean, Jim Choi, J.D. Wicker, 1777 cash. Okay. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Uh, Sean Mirzinski, Cody Epps is a great guy. He really is. Hope he finds his home. He's phenomenal. Oh, he's got his home, bro. Don't don't. You I worry think he about knows that, already. Yeah. I think he knows already. Yeah, Nick, nice question. Nick M says, with all the truck stop talk, y'all should reach out to uh, Bucky's. Nah, I, I I'm I'm more what T A truck stops, truck stops of America, loves truck stops. Loves, yes. How about loves. some loves truck stops? Flying J. Flying J. That's the Cleveland Browns, though. Yeah. You know, J.K. Marshall, West Virginia sucks knob. BYU wins. West Virginia. I mean. Sucks knob. You know. Wow. Man, JK? really. Scock. Look, man, your value is unquestioned on man. this program. Uh, Brent, <laughs> Brent Burnett, BYU can get to eight. Dude, did you, did you, was that some weed you pulled out of your car, sir? Bro, like, like I, I thought you said they can get to eight. Stay hard. Dude, bro. Those are numbers of death. Brent, how much? I, I ask Brent. Come on, man. It, this is just you. Forget everybody else is here. How much meth have you smoked today? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because this, this, this fabrication in your brain. Bro. Dude, if they win eight, I don't, I will not do anything. But I don't know. No, Mark Rucker. Who cares how many they win? Big 12, baby. That's part of it. That's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Truck stop Gumby. Never underestimate the power of a good truck stop open 24-7. Dude, sometimes when you just got to let one go, there is nothing better than when you've got to poop.
and you see that TA truck stop sign. And it's got the little flicker to it. Like, it's just barely on, but it's on. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's under $5 a game. <laughs> so you pump that gas, and while it's pumping gas, and you're getting piped by the gas pump, Bro. <laughs> you go and pipe the turlet, you come out, unhook, and you're back Here on I your am. way. You're back on your way. You're, you're rolling down the road with a PDH, bro. Oh, my God, dude. Jeremy Callahan, I have a feeling that Oklahoma is going to come out steamrolling, folks. They need to. They, I mean, this is not – and I think part of it is that Lincoln had such a good run in Norman. That, yeah. I mean, the quarterbacks, the Hurts, the, I mean – and we've, I think we've, we've shown you that when we say, you know, something's real, I mean, you know it's real. Right, like you, you look at, at the weight room records that Kyler Murray broke at Oklahoma. I mean, look at that weight room at Oklahoma. I mean, and Kyler Murray just. What do you bench? You know. Oh, this is do the baseball. You even oh, lift? Sorry, my producers behind the scenes here are telling me this is a baseball weight room. Damn. My bad. Look at Kyler going to town when he was in. This is Kyler Murray when he played Oklahoma baseball. Yeah, dude. The technique is really nice. Yeah. I mean, look at the face. Get intense, Kyler. <laughs> I mean, the guy hasn't grown a millimeter since he got to the NFL. But, but you damn. know, he started a, a a restaurant business, right? I mean, he, I mean, they go in yeah, there all the a, time called Verticality, a, bro. A Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, Michelin. Michelin. Uh, vertical. Okay, we'll stop. Matt Hart, what's up? I have always said if BYU gets uh, to competing for Big 12 championships in six years, I'll be happy. Seriously. Uh, ketones suck. Why? That means you're losing weight. Uh, BYU will be 10 times better this year than last year. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Eddie Stoss. For sure, BYU D will be leaps and bounds better. Has to be. All right, let's drop eight. Make sure you cover the boundary, boys. Rush eight, drop three. What, what, was, what was that scheme? Hey, coach, can we blitz? Bro. What's a blitz? That scheme that, that uh, oh, my God. Uh, dude, quite, they're defensive. Quite literally, drop three or rush three and drop eight. No, but it was like coverage man or like man, like zone man. Cut like, yeah, yeah they had yeah, some. They didn't, they, yeah, they, it's called Tuiaki, and they didn't Tuiaki, cover or tackle yeah. anybody. Yeah, it's called covering the grass, not yeah. the man. Yeah, Tuiaki. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what happened? Hey, hey, you guys, what happened in Oregon? <laughs> Tuiaki. Yeah, Whoa! we got tuiaki <laughs> Jeez. You know. Yeah, fill the gap with the Tuiaki. Yeah, Bo Nix got some of that Tuiaki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mike V. Pack should, should have grabbed Houston a few years ago where there was discussion about adding them. Well... They could have added Houston. Probably should have added Houston, right? Could have, should have, would have, didn't. Could have, should have, would have, you didn't. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, it, like the damage that's done, it hurts, dude. It hurts. And the, the you know, I, I don't know. Would you say that they're injured? I would. And the Pac-12 needs to call the advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. You know you're out on your motorcycles on the great roads, the highways and byways of truck stop country. People do not pay attention to motorcycles. We were talking to our guy, Jay Toffa, the barber. Damn, he does good work. Got her haircut. Um, and, of course, I came home, and I'm like, she's like, oh, you, got a, you got a haircut? Honey. I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, why didn't you get them all cut? Honey. Anyway, my point is, call the advocates. Uh, because when you're out riding a motorcycle like my guy, Jay Toffa, dude, people don't pay attention to you. 
And please, I know we don't have to here in Utah, but please wear a helmet. Um, and if you get into a motorcycle accident, man, you, you got to hold people accountable and please don't trust your insurance company. Your insurance company employs thousands of attorneys. Why don't you have an attorney? When you're, when you're, you know, in an accident, you're not thinking straight. You're not, when you're trying to recover from a, you know, road rash or injury sustained because some guy was on his phone and wasn't paying attention to you and he hit you and knocked you off your bike. Um, That's not your fault. Who's going to pay to repair your bike? Who's going to pay for your medical um, bills? Who's going to pay for your lost wages? You shouldn't be worried about that. You focus on getting healthy. Let the advocates fight for you so that you can rest easy. And the best part about working with the advocates, I say it every day, they don't charge you a penny until they win your case, right? So you have nothing to lose by talking to them, right? Talk with them online for free. The advocates, utahadvocates.com, theadvocates.com. There's a button that says, talk to an attorney, 24 seven, 365, theadvocates.com, where you don't pay any consultations or big retainers. It's theadvocates.com. Uh, let's get a couple more comments in here. Uh, coming up in 11 minutes, we're going to announce our uh, summer promotion. Truck Stock Gumby says Waffle House greater than the Pac-12. Hey, dude, 3 a.m., that Waffle House waffle with dude. the perfect amount of cinnamon in the batter. Just so you can go to Pound Town. You joke, Truck Stop Gumby. I do not. Uh, Kurt Myers sent my sister to the Advocates after she tried to deal with insurance for her accident. The Advocates have already received a settlement six times higher than what she offered Damn. doing it herself. I thought you said, I'm sorry, I thought you said six times higher, giggity. Bro. That's phenomenal. That's, I'm, and I'm glad she's okay. Advocates have already received a settlement six times higher than what she was offered doing it herself. I'm for real. I'm really happy you did that, giggity. I'm for Thank real. You. That's amazing. Kurt Myers, I want to know the latest on the Blue Whale private parts. I'm sorry, on what? The Blue Whale's private parts. Uh, Mark Hales, but PI attorneys take the most from their clients in the end. I would say that you get what you're paying for. And I think when you have been, especially workman's comp, motorcycle, bicycle, and of course, auto accidents, but you're in these situations where it's really easy just to listen to your insurance company. Yeah, sign this form. We'll cut you a check tomorrow for your, your new glasses. Or, hey, we're going to get your car all fixed up. Just sign this form. Dangerous misinformation. I'm telling you guys, it costs you nothing, literally. And if you believe that, you know, they're, they're too expensive, chat with them for free and ask them, hey, are you too expensive? Are you, gonna, are you actually going to cost me more money? Like if you're a skeptic, the advocates want to talk to you still because they don't charge you up front for this exact conversation. Chat with an attorney online for free. And if they're not for you or you're uncomfortable with it or walk away, you owe them nothing. You haven't paid them and you don't ever go into your pocket to pay them. I mean, it, to me, the peace of mind is what you're paying for. Yeah. And when, I don't know how any more clearly to say, if you're looking for the best price on an attorney, you're gonna, you're, your mind's in the wrong place. You're get in, in the legal profession. You need people who have experience. You need the attorney who can handle your case. That's what you need. Money is not where you want to be. You know, um, <laughs> JK Marshall, I've been six times higher before. 
my man. Bonnie, uh, please. Katie, I'm gonna uh, I'm going to wreck just so I can go to the advocates. Hey man, don't do that. Uh, Ryan Martin, love the show. Can't wait for the Big 12 to add San Diego State, Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. A lot of people are convinced San Diego State. Oh, they do their job. I just go into the wrong line of legal work. Could be. Could be. Uh, Kurt Myers. Dang, you guys are a rough crowd. All I wanted was the Reader's Digest version. I have no idea what that's Kurt, I'm, I'm legit, dude. I'm sorry. I dude. just don't know what you're talking about, man. I agree. Jack Rumsey. What's up, Jack? Tulane has done nothing athletically. Boise State would be way better than them. Sir? Well, I think their football program has done more than nothing. Um, I think, obviously... Listen, I mean, is Tulane a headliner? They're not. But academically, they work well. There's, there's no doubt about that. And I think they were top 10 at the end of last season, right? Like they were 12-2 and two overall. They beat USC in the bowl game, which who cares? I don't really put a lot into that. Yeah. But when you, when you look, the issue is how will they do against Old Miss on September 9th? It's the only thing that matters because that's the game of the year for them. That's it. Because other than that, it's South Alabama, Southern Miss, Nichols, UAB, Memphis, North Texas, Rice. Oh, the mighty Rice. Uh, East Carolina. Well, East Carolina is a good game. Uh, Tulsa, FAU, and UTSA. <coughs> so uh, let's call it a game and a half with East Carolina and Ole Miss. What if those are their two losses? They're going to be 12 and 2 again. You know, but you also got to remember the, the Americans very different. Yeah. So we'll see. I, 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 think, I think Tulane brings value. I, I really do. Moth Prof says, sup, guys. I got a handle. I like it, Let's Moth go. Prof. I like it a lot. Uh, Maury Alvarez, not sure about the blue whales, but blue waffles are nasty. Yeah, wow. they are. Wow. The education on this show. Cougar Tracks. Uh, no, I already read that one. My bad. Uh, Rick Forster. Rice, the Fighting Owls. Yeah. Excellent baseball program. Uh, Jeremy Callahan and Tulane had a win over K-State. Correct. Uh, Ryan Fair, I think San Diego State and Boston State are quality ads for the Pac-12. Well, I think the question is, are you hot? Yeah. I am baking. Yeah, right it's now. hot in here. Um, the bigger question is, can you add Boise now, or do you have to wait for them to finish their rebuild? I mean, I think I mean you can add them if you want to, but I, I mean, it's just... It's really all preference, ultimately. I mean, you, you, sure, the rebuild's going to be done at some point, and, you know, getting them some more money would probably help their cause. But I don't know, man. I just, Boise has always been, you know what the proposition is. The blue turf, you know, good location What's for the state? for the Pac-12. But I I don't know, man. You got to say it right, Jake. Boise. No, no, no. You're being a douche now. How am I? I'm being a douche. Boise. I'm not the one out here writing certain emails a certain type of way. <laughs> You're a douche. Don't be disrespecting me, man. Don't be disrespecting me. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Who else? Matt Hart. Tulane is also a three-time SEC champion. Yeah, but who remembers? Uh, Katie Raider. Y'all might think about doing a road show probably in Austin. Well, oh, do declare. Because Austin... Uh, has BYU football on the 28th. So, yeah, we've October 28th. Do declare. I do declare that or the Oklahoma game. We've talked about it. Oh, Oklahoma. Oh, 
Oklahoma, where Brad Venable sucks. <laughs> um, can you imagine going to the Oklahoma-Texas game at the Cotton Bowl? Yeah. My God. Are you kidding me? I believe, we need to come to Texas. because. Texas. Uh, and we should do it at a Texas Tech game because our Lubbock people, our people in Dallas, my Lubbock. God damn. Lubbock. Dallas, we love you. Dallas has been really good to us. Houston has been really good to us. We appreciate all our Texans on the show. All our Angelinos on the show. Hey, Vegas. Good to see you. By the way, how come nobody talks about UNLV to the Big 12? <coughs> I find that interesting. <coughs> but nobody talks about them. Yeah. You know, uh, three minutes until we announce our uh, summer promotion right here on the show, which has nothing to do with Austin, Texas, or doing a road trip. Um, so we'll talk about that coming up in a moment. But a couple more before we get to uh, that. Ben Westgate. Is your last name really Westgate, or do you work at, like, Westgate Mall? I mean, that's a legitimate... I don't know if that's on your uh, birth certificate, sir. Yeah, if it's not on your birth certificate... No, I'm kidding. I would like San Diego State in the Big 12 because they have good football and basketball teams. They do. Basketball, to me, is the one. I mean, you're talking about Houston playing a game in Mexico. Houston basketball playing a game in Mexico. And I can't remember. I apologize. I can't remember who tagged me in that tweet today. Whoa. Whoa, you okay there, dude? Yeah, a little bit, you know. Um, Joseph Duarte. Uh, University of Houston beat writer for the Cron. Houston could play game in Mexico City as soon as next season, according to the Chronicle. Don't play intramurals, brother. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, BY is operating. And if you are a Pac-12 fan, you should be jealous. You absolutely should be jealous. Uh, Ryan Martin, you guys hear anything about CYU meeting with your mark this upcoming weekend? I have. I have. We hear a lot of things, sir. We do. If we could tell you the rumors that we hear, you would it would blow your mind. Like the phone rang today. And there quite literally was a guy like just and I finally said to the guy, "You really think that I'm going to do that?" <laughs> what are you talking? I mean I apparently he thought you were going I to. I think people I do think people try to set honeypots for us. Like, "Oh, hey. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. We heard that Brett Yormark was recruiting MIT. I don't give a baby's fuck. And he has invited um, Wachahatchee Technical Culinary Arts Academy of Transmission. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Why don't you go ahead and run with that on your show? Like, I do think people do that. Yeah. I do. Uh, Brett Burnett, 9.83 west, 100 meter by high schooler Asinia. I never saw that. I did not see that. Are the advocates fine in the West? They are. Absolutely. J.K. Marshall, pixie pump time. I love my pixie pump. I do. I had the uh, Raz this weekend. The, the blue Raz. The, I think it's red Raz. Red Raz. Yeah. I'm telling you, the pixie pump's where it's at. And as I said earlier in the show, you guys, if you have not gotten... Uh, the free buckshot samples from buckedup.com. The six pack of free uh, buckshot is in the description below. It is high powered energy shots and they are long lasting all day long, clean energy. You don't get any crashes out of them. They're not packed with sugar. It's what I love about bucked up zero sugar in yeah. my cans of Miami, which, you know, here on the show, we do not drink sugar no. ever. 
ever. Oh. Uh, Mondays are stupid. Mondays suck. I woke up this morning and I said to my wife, let's just go back to bed. Dude, I'm with it. Dude. Yes! Katie Raider. Three basketball schools and Coach Prime. Sign me up. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, Jorge. We love basketball here in Mexico, Monty. I like it. Uh, and also the Utah Jazz and the GOAT John Stockton. Okay. Okay. I've been to Monterey. Don't don't trifle me. He's a brilliant guy. Reister JP. Austin broke away from Texas 30 years ago. Oh, okay. 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 Cougar Tracks. Muffin Monday. Okay. Lope Man. New Mexico to the Pac-12. Hey. Jackson Graham. Hello, everyone. Jax, what's up? Good Hello. to see you. The favorite spelling of a name ever. Uh, Michael Peck, if Colorado wins four, I'll be surprised. Thank you. Markale says, howdy, Jackson. Jackson says, did I miss San Diego State or NBA talk? No, NBA talk's coming up in two minutes. After we tell you about our, whoa, after, I'm stupid. After we tell you about <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I've used it. The first day on the equipment, Monty, huh? Come on, man. I mean, you know, you'll hey, figure it out eventually. Old Mont's got to figure it out. Old Mont's got to figure it out, but Ooh. you know. You know, Mont's figured out the meatball marinara. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at papamurphys.com. Yes, sir. Get the mobile app, papamurphys.com. Um, thank you, Trent, who DM'd me about his Papa Murphy's order. Yeah. I love when you guys send us pictures. You send us pictures, you may get free Papa Murphy's. You send us, I'm telling you, it absolutely works. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase. $25 hairs or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. No, stop, stop. Rick? Dude, Rick, we were having such a good program. You know, we we, we gave some... We gave some some people, some accountability, I, you know, I you know try, we, we went in and had a good conversation about the two lanes of the world. And then you roll up in here and you're like, oh, no pineapple on pizza, what? man. Can't do that. Katie Raider says, Monty, sorry, I'm a newbie. What is the state of bucked up sugar free or just low sugar? No friends. What is that? Can you? Well, hello. Um, hello, hello. It's, it's the other way. Thank, thank you. Zero sugar. Yeah. See where it says zero. I'm terrible at this part. Yeah, you are. Zero sugar. There, it, Katie, trust me, it says zero sugar. You can read all of their ingredients online. Those, I'm telling you guys, those box shots. They're legit. Phenomenal. It is the best thing ever. Get six free of those right in the description below. Uh, but always sugar-free. Uh, Katie Raider, I take that really seriously. I've never, and we've talked about this on the show, like I'm not diabetic. I've never been diabetic. I, I am not, you know, down with rebelsis. None of that. <laughs> Um, I well, have, you bitch. You know, um, but part of that is I don't drink sugar. I don't drink soda. I don't drink sh any beverage that's full of sugar. I don't even drink like fruit juices. I don't drink any of that. I drink water or I drink bucked up. That's it. And I'm good to go. So you'll never see me. Well, I shouldn't say never because I've been known to have the occasional bubbly beverage. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't drink calories ever. I really try not to really try not to. So, um, you know, absolutely. And if you guys have questions about bucked up they're on their website, they have phenomenal support. So I would always encourage you to, you know, to, um, use their stuff. Double O buck is what's double O buck. 
is the best. What does that mean? You know, I'm, I'm you know, but this comment right here, this is not good. We can't. You're a douche. Jackson Graham, JD Wicker won't speak to Monty. An enemy of Monty is an enemy of mine. I don't know about all that. You should email This him. is corny stuff. You should email him and say, hey, J.D. Wicker. Yeah, go find his email. Tell him uh, he should uh, come on the Monty program. Yeah, absolutely. He should come on the Monty program. Um, all right. It is time to announce our summer promotion um, here on the Monty Show. Um, you know, listen, we really try to get back to you guys. And I know that we are um, a national show. Uh, but our home base is in the great state of Utah. And so what we are doing um, is we are taking 12 viewers of this show to an RSL match on June the 10th against NYFC. Yeah. Okay. And all you have to do, if you want to absolutely positively make sure that you are going to the match with us, RSL versus NYFC on June 10th. Yeah. All you have to do is go to Big O Tires in American Fork. Okay, that's all you have to do. Buy a set of uh, tires, any four tires that you buy. And all you have to do is go buy those tires, post a picture online, you're in. It's done. Book it. That's it. Send us, send us proof you bought four tires. Dude, you're, you're going to the match with us. If you want a chance to win, all you have to do is find Big O Tires, and I need an avalanche of people to do this, right? Because my guy at Big O Tires, your guy. Yeah, Ryan. Who's the owner of Big O Tires in American yep. Fork. Yep. Ryan's our dude, and Ryan's trying to build up his social media followings on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Big O Tires AF is his is his twitter yeah and what i want you to do is i just want you to go there and say hey we heard about you on the monty show that's all you have to do just go to big o tires af and just leave a comment reply to one of you'll see he's got pictures of him with um zach wilson yep. like he's he's got a ton of them and it's big o af8 is his official Twitter handle. Yes. So if you have a Twitter account, go there. Absolutely go there and subscribe, follow him on Twitter and you will leave a comment. You'll be entered to win an opportunity to join us. Oh, by the way, did I mention what you get? Did I mention what you get when you go to the RSL match with us on June 10th against NYFC? You're going to be in the... I think probably the nicest part of the, the stadium. You're going, we're going to, we have a whole like club. Yeah. And you're going to get a catered gourmet meal. So not like hot dogs and hamburgers. You're getting a catered gourmet meal. Yep. You are getting a ticket to the game and you're getting a parking pass. Yeah. And it's going to be, it is going to be phenomenal. So, Oh, did I also mention that we're going to be on the field before the game? That you get to go on the field before the game. To watch warm-ups. It's going to be, you guys, it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And all I'm saying is that if you want to do this, just go find our guy on, on Twitter or Instagram, Big O Tires and American Fork. Yep. That's all you have to do. And then leave a comment there 
that says, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. Tweet me or hand, tag me at the Monty Show and yeah. you're, you're good to go. So again, because I'm a mess and I'm all over the place, all you have to do to go to the RSL match with us against NYFC on June 10th is go buy four tires. You're instantly going. You're instantly going. You go buy four tires from the big O tires in American Fork. Walk in there and be like, hey, I'm looking for Ryan. I want to buy tires because I want to go to the RSL match. That's it. That's, what That's all, all you have, have to, to do. do. He'll help you out. And by the way, they do everything. So like, if you think about like big O tires as a tire brand, like you, you would think, oh, okay, I can get tires from them. But they do everything, man. Ryan is a locally owned and operated business. You guys know on this program, we try to only partner with local entrepreneurs in our community. Uh, and Ryan is just that. Uh, Big O Tires and American Fork does literally everything from tires, alignments, oil change. He'll replace your motor. He'll build like if you have a side by side, like a Razor or any type of off road vehicle, they can do lifts. They can do shocks. Like they literally, they can do everything Blue under oil the filter, sun. Filter, everything. Tires, tune ups, motor, you name it. Yes. They do it. Big O Tires and American Fork present our summer promotion with RSL versus MYFC. And you are going to get in to what I think is the, the absolute creme de la creme yeah. of spaces. Like we, it's, you guys, it's going to be amazing. When on this show have we ever done anything halfway? When on this show have we ever done anything that has not completely wowed you? Yeah. The name of the space we're going to be in is the Zag Executive Club, which is top floor to ceiling glass and you get a ticket to the game all the foods you want all the drink you want alcoholic beverages are more you have to pay for those on your own that's what i'm saying truck stop gumby says sucks because i don't live in utah and i need new tires oh you can still work it out though where do you gumby where do you live bro yeah. i guarantee you if you call them if you call them and say hey i live here i'm trying to buy a set of tires i guarantee you they'll help you Yep. Guaranteed. They're not, you want you want, I have their number. I, Gumby, you ready, bro? Okay, I'm gonna count to five. You better have your pencil out, okay? Okay, one, one. seven, nine, eighteen, twenty-four. Okay, here's the number. 801 692 3757. Okay, 801 692 3757. Call them, ask for Ryan, he will help you. Tell him you heard about him on the Monty show. And you're good to go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Kurt Myers, did you guys send a text to Tanner? He will buy eight tires. No, nah, Tanner's not actually eligible for this promotion, yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, yeah, man. no super soakers, you know. You know. Uh, Saul says Wagyu burgers. We could we could make it happen. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby catered pizza. Big Jack 512 says, sounds fun. Jeremy Callahan says field storming. <laughs> you know. I mean, we, we won't pay your bail, but if you want a Monty Show shirt to wear while you storm the field, I mean, I'm sure that we could find one to, that fits, you know. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't tell you to do that. I mean, but in all seriousness, dude, this is a great experience. There's, It's a small group that we're taking intentionally. We could have took like 30 or 40 people. We decided to keep it really small and intimate because we want you guys to be able to talk to us and have fun and like feel like you got your money's worth. So we're keeping it a little bit smaller um but i'm telling you man they're great people just talk to ryan today like i highly recommend going in there here's his twitter handle right there big o af8 go there tag him in a tag him in a tweet 
Tag me in a tweet. Say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show, and we'll hook it up. Yeah. We will hook it up. That's our summer promotion. We're giving away 12 spots. And there has been an avalanche of people asking us about this. I know a lot of people want to go to this. You just got to follow the rules. Don't DM me and say, hey, I want to go to the match. Okay, that's great. Neat. But you got to follow the rules. You got to follow the rules. So you need to go and find Big O and American Fork on Twitter and Instagram and tag them and say, hey, heard about you on the Monty Show. Go in and buy four tires and you're automatically going to the match. Yeah. And the first 12 that, that buy tires, you're in. You're absolutely in. That's as simple as it is. All right. 12 after the hour here on the Monty Show. It has been an eventful show. So we appreciate you guys very much for doing that. Um, where can Cougar Track says, where can we get a Monty t-shirt? <laughs> you, why don't you, I mean, this so is not we, my we, responsibility. We, this is, you know. We have merch drop coming at some point. Uh, I'm not really sure when that's going to happen, to be honest with you. But uh, no, we do have, we do have t-shirts right now. Um, so if you want to DM me, SLC Jake on Instagram. We have some from the birthday bash still uh, working on a new design. Designer's been out of town dealing with some things, but we, yeah. We'll get it hooked up. Yeah. D- Again, if Probably you have never. questions about shirts or the showgram, just DM me, bro. Yeah, just d- don't good. DM me your garbage take on Tulane. DM me about you have shirts. A lot of those or, yeah, I mean, I got plenty of those already, dude. They're falling off of trees at this point. Like, if you need a shirt or you need, like, just reach out. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. All right, um, shall we do, where do you want to go to here, man? Probably NBA, dude. It's probably time to talk some NBA. What do you think? Uh, we should probably do Monty Makes You Money because yeah. uh, tip-off in Baston is in 15 minutes. Um, Joel Embiid is out tonight, by the way. Yeah. For those of you uh, just tuning in. Um, You're casual. You know. Uh, Truck Stop Gumby says, DM Jake about redheads. Nah, dude. Nope. You know. Nope. Uh, Katie Raider says, for the love of all things college football, hit that like button. Yeah, we're only at 145 likes, and we've had like 4,000 people view the show today. By the way, so I see, see all these damn comments about how Big O Tires is like a national brand. Yeah, they might be a national brand, but here's the deal. Ryan owns his store. He's yeah, not they're part... they're all entrepreneurs. Yeah, he's not part of, of the corporate big box chain. He own, He opened his own store under the big O brand and he owns that thing. And that's why we want to support him. So you need, I just want to make sure people understand that. Yeah. And we, I mean, we love the guys at big O tires. Um, but Ryan is a big time supporter of the show and we really appreciate that. And that's why I said, you want to go to the match with us. The directions I think are pretty simple. Go buy tires. You're in no matter. You don't have to qualify. Nothing. Go buy four tires from Ryan. Literally at, at American fork. You're in. You could be in tomorrow. Like, and I would even hard. say if you go to Ryan and get an oil change or if you go to Ryan and I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. But if you don't go and do that, the other way to enter to win is to tag us on a post on his social media. Go to one of his posts and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty show. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, Saul Goodman. Big O is Sheldon uh, Sheldon's Cooper. Okay. That's fine. Jim Choi says all Big O is a franchise, independently owned and operated, correct? Jay Washington, can we talk about the biggest blown 3-1 lead in Boston? Hey, hey. As a Chicago Blackhawk fan, I say screw them. Screw Boston. 
Biggest choke job outside of the Sacramento ever. Kings I've ever seen. Speaking of which, Mike M says, I wanted Lakers Kings, but seeing Steph refuse to go down is always a treat. All right, let's do, let's get money makes you money because I want to talk about Steph. Because I think I think Steph may have gone up a level here. Monty makes you money. Hey, Monty. So you know that Joel Embiid is out tonight, knee injury. Yeah. Uh, will not play in game one. Jake, recheck this line. Yep. Uh, before the show, the line was nine and a half in favor of Boston in Baston, 214 and a half. Uh, this game tips off in 14 minutes on TNT. Ten and a half now. And Yikes. the over-under is 215 and a half now. Ten and a half now. Yeah. I, that's a huge number to cover. Yeah. It's Boston at home without Joel Embiid. I mean, that's... Yeah, but the Sixers are tenacious, especially on defense. And I don't trust Jalen Brown. This is becoming a problem. These games, dude, these games are hard to pick. I was feeling pretty good on my Kings prediction when I said they would win the series and they were up 2-0. Well, I think everybody at that point did because the Dubs were playing such trash basketball, dude. But how do you pick the... If you're a betting man and you're putting ducats down, how do you bet the, the Celtics to win by 10 and a half? I don't know about that. Yeah, and looking at looking at all the books, like all the lines you can get, 10 and a half is the number. I mean, you can get it at 10 if you want it, you know? Um, but 10 and a half is the number. You can actually... there's. Uh, sports Illustrated sports book. You can get it at seven, but other than that, everyone's got it at ten and a half. I mean, if I could get it at seven, I would take the Celtics to cover that. Ten and a half is too much. Yeah, ten and a half is far too much. Well, and I think the other thing to look at here too is the money line. So the money line now is plus four ten for Philly. So Ooh. so there's good money there. If you're if you're in his camp and you think Philly's going to cover this ten and a half. That's that's some good bread right there, dude. You bet, you know, that's pretty good. I don't know. I'm going to take the Celtics to win Philly to cover, and it's going to go over. Yeah, I'm taking Boston. 114. Can Philly score 112 points? Can they do that? Because what what are we really talking about? If they're going to cover that number, this is going to have to go over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If they're going to cover. Because if they don't cover, that's 107 and a half or yeah. whatever. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to take Boston to win, Philly to cover, and it goes over. Yeah, I'm I'm Boston to win, Boston to cover, and it goes over. I think I think Ooh. Bo- I the problem ten is ten and a half. Yeah, well, here's why though, because I don't think that Philly has much behind Joel for for rim protection. I, I think that that Boston's going to be in the paint, and what I worry about is Boston getting into the bonus. You know, being able to you know four, five, six minutes left in a quarter, and going to the line every time a foul is committed. That's what I worry about in this game. You know, you and, and you think about okay. Can Harden compensate a little bit? Like, can James Harden pull a, you know, thirty and fifteen out of his bag? Can, yeah, can I don't he, know about that. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's what I think. Because I don't think either either way. I don't think Philly's winning this game. That like just just straight up. I think Philly loses tonight altogether. The question's going to be though when we look at whether Philly covers or not. Can James Harden pull out a special performance, number one? And number two, can Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown get in the paint with regularity? Because if they do that, it's going to be a long night. They'll get in, they'll get to the line with regularity. Like that's why I think Boston has a good chance of covering, even though it is ten and a half. 
because I think they'll make their living at the line. Yeah, I think Boston wins, Philly covers, it goes over. Cool. That's that's just how I, uh, yeah, that's how I look at it, you know. But, hey, that's me. Look at Riley O'Brien. G Bri off. What? Oh, sorry. Go. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go G off says hello. Hello. Uh, Caleb Harrison says Boston dub. Yeah, for sure, Caleb. Good to see you, dude. Yeah. I think Boston dub for sure. Um, Maury Alvarez says, yeah, the birthday bash was totally mid. There was only an indoor mini golf course. Three of the biggest names in Utah, BYU college football last year. You guys totally underwhelmed. Yeah, pretty right? much, dude. So let me get this right. We had a private room at a, at a professional hockey game with a mini golf course and three big name football guys. Yeah, we're bad. It's not good. Delaric says Celtics are going to take a page out of the Bruins book tonight. <laughs> you guys are joking. I watched a good bit of that game. That Boss, was a choke job of Bruins, a lifetime. The Bruins should have won that And you game. know what should piss you off if you're a Bruins fan? That was probably Bergeron's last game. Ah, I, screw him. Who cares? Yeah, I know you're not a Bergeron guy, but I appreciate good talent when I see it, and he's had a nice career. Katie Raider says, anyway, back to the all-important college football. Thoughts on Notre Dame's $75 million ask? They've been asking. The $75 million ask is Notre Dame to NBC. Hey, give me $75 million or I'm joining a conference. To which I say, well, you're only joining the Big Ten, so why does it matter? Because that's on NBC. Good luck. I, and I'm a huge Notre Dame fan. Born and raised, like, I'm all about that. Uh, Tanner says, since I'm, literally who, since I'm literally who has vocally supported RSL loudly on this show, even in the face of all of your scrutiny, damn. I believe that I should automatically get into the Zags. Yeah, and I believe that I'm Jesus Christ reincarnated, bro. Yeah, and I weigh 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that uh, J.D. Wicker was going to come on the show. Come on, bro. BYU's going undefeated this yes, year. Yes, yes, <laughs> I should automatically... Guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys. I should automatically get into the Zag suite with you guys. Although I think Tanner already entered himself, didn't he? Tanner, whoa. Dude, what Tanner does at home is to... Tanner, if that's you, if you're entering yourself, hey, man. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Close the door, no Bro. pictures. I don't I don't know what you, where your mind went right there, but... Whew. You are not the guy. Whoa. Guy gets a girlfriend officially, and all of a sudden, now we're wow. talking about entering dudes. Wow. In a van down by the river. Dude, uh, Cougar Tracks. Jake, would you say your DM again? I didn't hear that fast anymore. I don't hear that fast anymore. SLC Jake. I warn you, you follow him on Instagram or Twitter, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> you don't know what you... And stuff. Uh, Kurt Myers, Tanner, you are the, you are the ambassador of the MLS. As an ambassador of the MLS, I should automatically get in. <laughs> MJ Bissett says, love the show, guys. Going back to the beginning of the stream, you shouldn't. Yeah. I was not happy. Yeah, he was, yeah. You should skip it. But he put on a show. Uh, go to our number two. It was far better. <laughs> uh, a healthy Clippers have been so great. Injuries really ruined in the playoffs. I'd rather have a shorter season or a three or five game playoff series. Well, uh, well, I think this conversation about injuries is one we do need to have, though. I mean, you look at... You look at some of the guys who have, who have been hurt and like how that's kind of affected the NBA playoffs and 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 I think you know the Jimmy Butler injury that's the one that's heartbreaking even and I'm not even yes. a Miami Heat fan but just as a basketball fan I'm, I'm I'm sitting here like dude I need more 56 point Hemi Butler moments dude Hemi like I need more 
Hemi. See what I did there? It's not Jim. He, he's him. So hey, man, is that a Hemi in that thing? Yeah, man, you got a Hemi in there, man. Uh, I need more Hemi Butler moments. And what's really sad is like okay. we're, we're robbed. Hemi Butler. Bro, we're I'm, robbed. I'm, I'm, I'm him. We're robbed of the series that we all knew was going to happen with Boston and Philly. And how is Joel going to beat that Boston ass for seven games? And now we're not going to get that. Now it's a five-game series at best, assuming he doesn't come back. Mike M. says, uh, uh, real San Luis Obispo. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I missed it. Tanner said, let's be real here. 90% of you guys don't know who, didn't know who RSL was a couple of months ago, to which Mike M. said. Kick it, we'll flow. Real San Luis Obispo. Katie Rader, anyway, back to college football. (laughs) Exactly. Giggity, uh, I'd love to hear the story again about Tanner getting his car towed in an RSL. Yeah, so Tanner, here's the deal, bro. We got you a parking pass for this one, man. Well, no, we got whoever wins a parking pass. Yeah, well, like, that's, we li- you know. Like, we literally got premium valet parking. Premium. So when you go to the RSL match with us in the Zag Suite, uh, you get premium entry that includes VIP parking and your own private entry. You get to go on the field. You get to go on the field for warmups. You get a catered gourmet meal, all you can eat, all you can drink, except alcohol is a separate charge for you, yourself, and you. Such as and like. And stuff. And you get to hang out with Jake and I and Mrs. Monty. Yeah. What else do you need? Yeah. I mean, come on. And if she hasn't dumped you yet, maybe Jake's new girlfriend will be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be off the chain. Greg Hawkins says, yes, yes, I also deserve these tickets for dubious and spur- spurious reasons. Bet you weren't expecting hey, this one. you're going to be a dad of a boy. Bro, let's go, Greg baby. Greg Hawkins is having a, 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 a penis-connected child. I'm a man. It's going to be amazing. I'm so, I thought you said a penis-connected child. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I wish I'd had a baby with him. Anyway, uh, hi, Jay. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. <laughs> I can tell you, as somebody that only has one, having a boy first time out the gate's amazing. Tanner Plummer, <laughs> LOL. Uh, well, it was worth a shot. No. It well, as the super soaker, I expect a lot. Mm. Never mind. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremy Callahan, Tanner Plummer uh, should get in automatically if he brings his boy Sean Bradley with him. Wow. Really? That's not nice. No, it's real. Real. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, my Knicks choke, dude. Rick? Bro. As a casual observer of the New York Knicks... <coughs> that Kyle Lowry single-handedly Kyle beat Lowry. you. Kyle Lowry single-handedly well, beat the Knicks. Tony Brothers, but we won't talk about that. Okay, am I the only one that thinks Tony Brothers is the worst official in the history of the NBA? What a douche. Why do they continue to inflict damage from Tony Brothers? You're a douche. I don't get it. I really don't. Lamont Tucker, tight end Sadu Traore re-enters the transfer portal. Be patient. And if he isn't, so he must have done that yesterday because now the transfer portal is closed. Uh, Geoff, real Pepper River, go team. Exactly right. Rayal. Uh, Jay Washington, wait, Monty said what? Exactly. Yep. Nate Davis, any jazz? Uh, is there any jazz news? Well, we never really got into. Uh, do we get into that? I mean, do we want to? Kind of an update, but not really an update. Stuff. I don't know. Jeremy Callahan. I also uh, deserve <laughs> tickets for. Oh wait, I don't. Jer- Jeremy Callahan's. I don't. <laughs> Jackson Graham. How did the Knicks get this far? Because they're actually good. 
No, Donovan Mitchell choked. Shut up. Oh, uh, you're such a hater. You're such a hater. Yeah, I am. He didn't live up to it, and I'm disappointed. You're such a hater. Uh, Rick Forrester, as a West Coast dude, just having the Knicks and MSG back in the playoffs has been great. Yeah, I agree with that, yes, dude. Yes, it has. I agree with that. Uh, Jackson also says they don't belong in the round two. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they won, dude. They the belong. Knicks, the Knicks were the better team. They, they thir- I think they thoroughly beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Myers, you are really not giving Tanner a ticket to RSL. He's got to win it. He's eligible I mean, to okay, win it. But, but, but in all seriousness, I'm not, I'm not, not nothing tongue-in-cheek, all seriousness. We can't just give it to people. That's not it's fair. A to, it's a contest, bro. Like, you got to go. If you, if you want, like, this is the whole point. This is why we set it up this way. If you want to go, walk into Ryan's store, Big O Tires American Fork, and buy a set of tires. Just do it. It's easy. And Tanner, I'll even say if you go in and get like automotive work, like an oil changer, all I'm saying is like we sent an, didn't we, didn't the girl in Malaysia win like a yeah, PS, dude, we, dude, we sent, bro, bro, we sent an Xbox to Australia for Buddy. Dude, like, we will go above and beyond, you but just you have gotta to go win and it. make the effort. You have to win it. And I'm not saying Tanner won't make the effort. I'm not saying that. He's shown he will, but I'm just saying, like, dude, like, you gotta, we can't just give it away. Yep. Uh, Jackson Graham says Knicks aren't good, Monty. Well, without Julius Randle, they almost beat Miami in game one. Yeah, I disagree that they're not good. Yeah. I, I totally disagree. Anna... Uh, Pavelko, I agree with you about the official, the Pac-12 hiring officials. I'm distracted by your avatar, but it's fine. Jackson says, let's see how the Knicks hold up then. Well, um, maybe. Um, uh, Kane Nuren, is BYU going to have any wide receivers for the Big 12? They're not. They're actually only, <laughs> they're only going to throw the ball to offensive linemen. Yeah, narrow receivers. And I actually believe that it's only to the offensive linemen that play the guard position. Suamataya can't catch. Uh, Riley O'Brien, exactly. Ain't no freebies, just like there ain't no reset. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, what are we even talking about here, bro? Ain't no reset. There ain't no reset. Yeah, dude. Like, Support the show by supporting your car with new tires. Going to be uh, a hail of a time. It's going to be fun. Ducking, no smoke. No, no smoke being ducked. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, dude. It's going to be fun. Brandon Butler. Hey, Brandon. Tanner, what supporters group are you part of? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I won't be able to watch every episode of this week because I have a dentist appointment and I have to go to help my wife with a party. That's why. Well, Tanner, then. But I you guess... don't have to watch every episode, dude. What are you? What are you talking about? It's, he like, just what do you mean? He doesn't like us anymore. He's blowing off the show for a dentist appointment, so your teeth fall out of your head. Who cares? Soft person, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> You're soft. Tanner, it's fine. Dude, you're a guy. Like, this Can't is, back down. There are people commenting about your car getting toted in an RSL match from like five years ago. I hope it won't come to that. So the reason I'm pushing these points about me automatically getting in is because in the video, in the Instagram chat, it said that you have to watch every episode. No, this it did week. not. No, it did not. No, it did not, dude. What are you talking about, bro? said that. He did not say that. Uh, Maury Alvarez, so when I win, do I get an uh, airport pickup service? <laughs> <laughs> you want to fly uh, Maury, in? Uh, you know, I, we may be able to work that out. You got to fly in, but we you better you order up them tires, man. You know, Rick Forster. Last time my Knicks won a championship, we had four TV channels, and Nixon was president. <laughs> Who's Nixon? <laughs> I'm kidding. Tricky dick. 
Tanner says RSL till I die. That's a supporter group. I'm part of Brandon Butler. Okay. That seems a bit serious. But, no, you know. no cap, all hair. Exactly right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, right. I mean, look, I'd love to give it to Tanner. I would, but we, we can't give do stuff that, dude. Away. Like, we just we're not. We can't do that. You can't fix stuff. What is the point? Uh, Provo Cougar fan says, watch the shows you miss on replay, people. Thank Duh. you. Thank you. Saul Goodman says, Tanner, stay hard. Stay hard. Yeah, dude. I mean, I get it, bro. I get it. <sighs> Brandon Butler, Clippers are $300 million a year for first round exits. Seriously. Dude. K. Nuren, do the Knicks still want Don? I would guess they do. And there's rumors he wants the Knicks. Uh, Nichard Rickson, Jackson Graham says. That's just what I'm saying. Jeremy Callahan, who's Nixon? Norm Nixon? <laughs> dead need a dick uh wow uh isn't tanner ineligible as a previous prize winner i believe he is giggity tanner see we're adjudicating all kinds of stuff yeah about you yeah in in your ineligibility to win the prize i, I it's gonna be <laughs> i hope you do win because i will feel bad if you do not win i i will feel bad if you do not win that yeah, would be that would be tragic if you did not win. I am saying that. Uh, you know, I, I listen. I just think. I just think. Tanner, listen to me, dude. Just go into the store, please. Just, I, I know you're two thirds. I get it, but go into the store. Yeah, Mark Hales has entered into the contest. Let's go, baby. Let me get out the list here. He uh, says, "When you need new tires in Utah, Big O is the only place." When you need a sports talk rant, Monty will get in your face. Damn right. See, that's quality right there. Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. Tanner, had you done anything like that, maybe you would have won already. But those aren't the rules. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm so kidding. Uh, Riley O'Brien says, or anyone asking for previews. Okay, what are you giving the, what are you giving the Montes? Yeah, so I'm giving yeah. you some. What are you giving me, man? Yeah, dude, come on, dude. I ain't ducking no smoke. Yeah, dude. What you, no. Ain't no reset. Yeah, what do you... <laughs> ain't ducking no smoke. Nope. Jeremy Callahan, Tanner is chewing teeth over tickets. Hey. Tanner, don't crack your teeth. You know. Uh, Gary says, Tanner built this thing on NIL. That's exactly right. Yeah, dude. Tanner. In God's <laughs> name, image, and likeness. <laughs> oh, we were having we such a... We built this program on NIL. It's so easy, Tanner. Just drop a grand on tires and you're in. That's yeah, what I'm dude. saying. I mean, it guarantees a spot. I'm about to do that. Uh, Matt Ritson, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Exactly. Greg Hawkins, I haven't won anything, so clearly that means I deserve the ticket. That's what I'm saying. <gasps> That's what I'm saying. Greg, you're having a boy. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Greg Hawkins, I actually need new tires. Greg, let's go, Big man. Big old tires, American Fork. And it doesn't need to be a thousand. That's such a gimmick, dude. No, it does a, not. A, I mean, you could probably get out for five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Jay Washington wants to know if there's any news from Hugh Janus or Bend Over. Hugh Janus. Not that I've heard. I mean, you know, Bend Over and Hugh Janus, they were hanging out together the other day, from what I understand. Holden Middick. You know. Uh, okay, so I just watched the video again, and Monty, this is what you said. Watch every episode this week, and we'll give you more instructions. Well, that means it's going to... God? Oh, hang on, hang on. I didn't... God, are you there? Can God, can you help me? Oh. Hello, Richard Milhouse Nixon. I didn't know you were God. Hiscock. Please inform this young RSL fan that we're here for RSL. 
And no, I don't know the words. Uh, but the point is, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, it was more of a, hey, you know, watch a show this week. We'll have more details and more ways to win coming up. Because we will probably. No, know, I'm not doing that. You know, like, and you don't have to do that, Tucker. I mean, Tanner, you take things so literally like, if you don't watch every show this week, you won't win. And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. Jerk. <laughs> it's fine, Tanner. Guy, when have we ever let you down? Tanner, can I? Yeah, have, seriously. Just, what? Seriously. When have we ever let you down, Tanner? Like, ever. Here I am. When you guys got all pissed, I won the Xbox. That didn't feel good. <laughs> okay, so other than that. Wow. That was like five years ago now, dude. Come on. And you guys said I came up with soaking on the show. Here's a clip that says I didn't. What now? Let me tell you what now. Capazzo, hey, Monty. Can I go to Big O Tires in the GZ to enter? You can. You can, as long as you call the guy in American Fork and say, hey, why don't you know I'm going to buy tires from Big O Tires? What you should do, bro, is you should just call Ryan again. Call Ryan and, I mean, you know, what, what did he say? Can I go to the one in Jeezy? Yeah. I mean, you can, but there's not going to be like a, a thing in there. You know, I mean, you guys, you could take a picture in front of the building. <laughs> you guys, if you want to kick it, we'll flow. Capazzo, if you buy Big O tires in the Jeezy yeah. and send me a picture or a receipt or whatever, and you tag, just send it to me. We'll take care of you. Yeah. If you go to Big O tires, absolutely, we'll take care of you. There's no doubt about that. Jeremy Callahan. So what you're saying is watch every single second and victory is guaranteed. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. It's, it's not like it's not like I'm sitting over here saying that you shouldn't watch every show, Tanner. Just watch every show, every second of every show and comment like a thousand times and hit the like button. Yeah. And, and maybe then, if you want to tip, like, that'd be nice. Yeah. And then you still probably won't win, but that would be a nice thing to do. Don't play intramurals, brother. <laughs> I love you, Tanner. Rick Forster, I need tires on my car, uh, was left on blocks last night. Well. Big O tires in American Ford. Yeah, dude, Fork. call them, man. They will ship. I'm pretty sure I've had tires shipped to me. Like, are you being? You're you're probably kidding. Your car was not left on blocks last night. That would be horrible. Yeah, are you being serious, dude? Or are you faking? I'm it's about to, to get. I'm about to get. They actually do wheels and tires. I'm about to get wheels and tires there too. So, I'll share. Support the show by supporting sponsors, homies. I will be at the MYFC uh, game regardless. Will you? Yeah, he's got come season in? tickets. Oh, you do. I yeah. like it. Uh, Jackson Graham says a Jeezy St. George. Yeah, St. George, bro. Come on. St. George. Keep up Jupa. with us. Come on. Keep up. Uh, Capazzo. Oh, I'm not buying tires. Just want to hit up that Twitter. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you can go and stand in front of the building and take a picture. That's chill. Yeah, that's totally chill. Uh, how am I going to get uh, to the local truck stop if Monty doesn't buy me some new tires? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean. You know. You know. Uh, Gary, what about tires I bought earlier this year? Does that count? Did you buy them in American Fork? If you did. Jim Choi, big old tires having have financing. Don't even need cash. Just your social security. They actually do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I guarantee it. Jeremy Callahan, do it for the love of the game, Tanner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jackson Graham, Jake, who you got? Lakers or Warriors? Uh, Warriors. You know, you try to raise your kids the right way. <coughs> and they still don't watch anything but Disney movies. You fucking donkey. Like he's seen Finding Nemo like a dozen times. <laughs> Has he seen The Godfather? No. Has he seen, you know, like all the great mafia movies? 
No, he hasn't. But has he seen every Lord of the Rings? Um, he, has, he has. You try to raise him right. And he says stupid shit like, all the lawyers. Well, you know, I mean, it's the saying goes, it's not what you try to do. It's only what you do. Well, and, you know. Uh, is Steph Curry the best point guard ever? Go. Yeah, you already know the answer is yes, dude. I think I think you the, think he's the best oh, yeah. point guard ever. Yeah, because first think, of all, I don't like doing the ever conversation. But if you either. think there's a better, more relevant point guard in Steph Curry's career, I would doubt that. Yeah, I mean, I think the the really interesting comparison. The, everyone's trying to do Steph versus Magic Johnson, which I think does Magic Johnson a huge disservice because yes. I think the game was totally different. The three pointer was not nearly as relevant as it is now. And I think it's easy to be like, oh, well, Steph shoots the three at such a high rate and he does everything that Magic didn't do. Well, yeah, but that's because Magic wasn't trying to do what Steph's trying to do. You know, but what I will say is I think when you when you start looking at intangibles like leadership, like, you know, uh, team building, you know, being, I, I guess my thing is I feel like Steph, and again, you have to remember, and I'm not afraid to say it, I didn't get to watch Magic Live. I never got to see Magic in person, so you need to understand that. But watching Steph following his entire career now, like I feel like now, after last night, I just feel like he's not in doubt anymore. I feel like that solidified him as carrying, being being that guy that can carry his team in the post. Like One of those guys where it's like, hey, just get to the dance and you know Steph's going to carry you. And I feel like this whole thing about the pregame speech and like, hey, if you think vacation time is coming, you can just get your ass off the bus type deal. Like, I love that out of Steph. And then I love that he went and dropped 50. I think the the only thing you need to be worried about if you're taking the Warriors, and I am, is this whole concept of how big LA is because that's going to be a problem for the Warriors. And I don't know how Draymond is going to keep up with Braun constantly. I think I think Braun has probably got a little bit more left on the tires than Draymond. And I think that Anthony Davis is the X factor as usual. I don't doubt that, you know, the Malik Beasies of the world can shoot the basketball or Jared Vanderbilt can play defense. The role players are going to do what they do. But ultimately it comes down to is Anthony Davis healthy and 100% through the series? If he is, that makes it harder to pick the Warriors. But by the way, the Sixers are up 19-13. Any, any, I mean, and look, I don't want to put you on the spot. It's early, dude. Chill out. I don't want to put you on the spot. Chill out. It's early. Any guess who's carrying the Sixers? Joel Embiid. Not, he's not playing. Ain't ducking, no smoke. James Harden's five for five. He's got 12 points. And good he's for a him. plus six. Good for him. It's been five minutes in the game. Yeah, and, good for him. You know, uh, I mean, just because the Sixers are up 19-13. And I told you the Sixers a cover. You know, I mean, you can keep hating all the fleas in James Harden's beard, but I, I just wanted to update you on the score there, kid. Yeah. Uh, I do believe that Steph Curry's the best point guard ever. And the Magic Johnson comparison, I think, is wildly unfair. I think, one, they played in two completely different eras. I think that Steph Curry is the, the exact opposite, 180 degrees away from Magic Johnson. He's undersized. He looks like an emaciated Chihuahua coming into the league. You gonna make it? No. I am not giving you CPR. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know who those lips have kissed, and no. <laughs> don't die. You ever drink water? Your insurance, though, right? Goes down the wrong pipe. 
Yeah, as, <clears throat> as my as my mother would once say, the Don't Sunday. Don't touch pi- me there. That, oh. sir, is my no-no square. She did say that to me twice. What's uh, up, big bro? But my point is, uh, <laughs> Sunday uh, Sunday pipe on Monday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Steph Curry is small, undersized. He is single-handedly the greatest shooter ever. And now his finishing package, and if you just ask his wife about this, he's worked really hard on his finishing package. Aisha? Excuse me. But you know what the difference (laughs) with Steph Curry is? Steph Curry is a really good dude. And if you're not rooting for Steph Curry, I think there's something wrong with you. If you don't think that he's a good story, there's something wrong with you. If you are not looking at Steph Curry like, damn, that's the American dream, I don't know what's wrong with you. Because he's likable, he's a nice guy, he's a good human, and he genuinely embodies all that's right with sports. Nobody told him he would. Nobody even told him he could. And all he's done is, is, is him. Like, he, he is him. I am him. That yeah, dude, dude is a bad MFer, and I love watching him play. Now, when he loses to the Lakers in seven games, I'm not going to feel bad for him because he can go home and put on some really ugly Under Armour slips or slides, and he's still going to have all that bread. But having said all that, I mean, the Lakers are, are going to beat the Warriors, and it's going to be amazing to watch LeBron lose in the finals. Right. Right. There you, there you have it. Yeah. I mean, listen to I, I pulled up his his scouting report before the draft. Oh my god! Two thousand eight, Steve Petrovich. Weaknesses. They break it down in the strengths and weaknesses, right? So the weaknesses of more of a two guard. This is what this was in the report. Quote: More of a two guard than a point guard. Uh, must develop as a point guard. A decent passer and ball handler, but still must improve considerably in both areas and learn to play the point guard position in order to make it in the league. At 6'1", he's far too small to play solely at the two-guard position. Had a solid assist-to-turnover ratio, for in parentheses, for a freshman who plays mostly off the ball, but can improve upon that lacks great athletic ability, although he shows good quickness. Body is on the small side, short arms, and lack of great natural body strength. What is the thing that everybody says about Steph now? Dude is jacked. Yeah, he's undersized. He's only six two, but he's jacked. Well, it's those, crazy. It's those stubby arms that get me every time, dude. It is just insane. It is insane. But yeah, when I look at this matchup, <clears throat> I mean, the the only thing I can't account for is Steph and Clay going off because I feel like they have those games, and we all thought it was going to be Game Six, and it didn't happen. But then Curry goes ham in Game Seven, and. I, I'm not a big believer that you can be like, well, Steph's definitely going to have 50 in one of these games. I don't think you can do that. But but I think you look at his message, and I don't know how many people heard about this. Steph said to his teammates before the bus ride to Sacramento from Golden State, it's about a 90-minute ride. He said to them that I believe in you guys, but if you're not all in on the system and if you're not – if you're going here with any doubt about us winning, you shouldn't get on the bus. Don't get on the bus. Stay home. And he said, believe in me. Let me lead you. Trust me. They get on the bus and he scores 50 points and they win game seven handily. Do you know the balls that takes to say to your team, hey, 
I believe in you. Do you believe in me? Are you all bought in? Are you all in on this? Because if you're not, don't even get on the bus. Yeah, dude. And then you go out. And, like, that's a cool speech and shit. But then you go out and score 50 points? But no one's going to disrespect me. I mean, that's what leadership is about. And I know everybody's going to say, you know, whatever you, whatever you want to say. I'm telling you that he's the best point guard I've ever seen. Yeah. He's better than Magic. He's better than John Stockton. He is... <laughs> better than an, Steve Nash. He's an unbelievable finisher. He's an unbelievable shooter. Better than Jason Kidd. And he is an underrated passer. He's an underrated passer. Jason Kidd could not shoot. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's it's incredible. Go Black. Go Tigers. Steph is an all-time player, but he's no crypto, bro. Okay, okay. I'm guessing you're a Laker fan. Then? I don't know. I don't Maury know. Albert is breaking news. This is just in on the Monty Show. Steph Curry has a very nice package. <laughs> if you're going to say, I mean, Maury, if you're going to say package, you got to accentuate it a little bit somehow. It's package. 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 I don't disagree. Cougar tracks. I like anyone that can beat the Lakers. Hey. Jeremy Callahan, the Flakers lose in five. Michael Peck, I honestly feel like the West is still completely up for grabs. Totes, bro. Yeah. It is. But Jaw's fine in the West. I mean, they ain't got nothing to worry about, you know. The last three years, Steph has become elite at driving to the hoop, which makes him almost unstoppable. He used to get crushed in the key. He did. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love Steph, but he's not better than Nash Kids. He's way oh, better than Jason Kidd. Stop. Kidd. And, and I like John Stockton. I, I I do. But he does not have the handle. He does not have the ease. He does not have the finish. He does not have he is not an easy natural scorer the way that Steph is. I mean, and you look at, at Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd is not half the shooter that Steph is. He's not, the, uh, he was, no. Nah, bro, I totally disagree. And Chris Paul can't win. Yeah. Chris Paul cannot win. And Allen Iverson, come on. Allen Iverson shortened his career with alcoholism and stupidity. Yep. Come on. Do you view this season as a failure? Come on. Go black. Go Tigers. No, he endorsed a crypto C scam that defunded cops and nurses for over $400 million. Well, I think there's a, uh, I think there were more than just stuff in that. Yeah. I think, yeah, let's not, let's not hang it on. Uh, T. Lawrence Gragston, Steph is the number six best player in NBA history. Well, hey man, who are the top five? He's one of them. Maury Alvarez, Steph is like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in the New Year's special. Have a little faith in me. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the missus just wanted to say hi. Hello, Mrs. Plummer. Hello. I'm no, I'm not doing it. Uh, Jason Kidd, not in that conversation. No, he's not. Jeremy Callahan. Uh oh, did Golden State Anon just show up? I think he did. <laughs> what do you guys make of the Kings, though, real quick? Because I do want to talk about this. Yeah. What do you guys make of Demontis Saboner? Not shaking hands after the Kings got eliminated by Golden State. I think it's low cash, dude. And I never thought I would say these words. I agree with Draymond Green. Lost a lot of respect for Sabonis. You don't shake guys' hands after you lose. 
I don't respect that. I once left the court when we lost in game seven of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I went to my locker room and I sat down and I said, um, this don't feel right. And I walked back out on the court and I showed everybody love. You lost. Deal with it. Pay your respect. I, I, that was whack to me. That's whack. Like, but I wouldn't necessarily even say lost respect. Like, but I don't respect that. And that's whack. I don't think he's wrong. Nah. And I'm not a Draymond fan, but I think we had a huge debate on this show. I don't think that was Draymond. The stomp, chest stomp, I don't believe was Draymond's fault. Is he responsible for his actions? He is. Should he have been suspended? I don't think he should have been. But should DeMontis Saboner have gotten off like scot-free? No. Not when you acknowledged, not when you acknowledge that the NBA acknowledged that Sabonis grabbed Draymond's ankle and that's why it all happened. Yeah. Okay, so then Draymond's responsible for his actions. What about Sabonis? He should have been suspended as well. And they had a hard-fought series. And Draymond was a better player. Frankly, DeMontis Sabonis was a huge disappointment in this series. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was the Kings' biggest problem. I mean, there was a graphic that came out on Harrison Barnes where game sevens in his career, he's basically a no-show. And I think whether it's Harrison Barnes, Sabonis... Um, the moment got too big. Yeah, the lights The moments were, got too big. The man. lights were too big, man. Totally agree. And I think, you know, even De'Aaron, I felt like, you know, he had a nice little game, but I didn't... He wasn't that Mr. Clutch guy in that game for them. You know, like, like I have no problem saying De'Aaron Fox is capable of a 50-point game. I think that's within him. I mean, excuse I think, me, it's a 50-piece nugget. Yeah, so he's... He's capable of a 50-piece nugget, but at the same time, mentally, he just wasn't there. Riley O'Brien, Jake and I predicted the Warriors would beat the Kings because they're still the Warriors. They're not the 73-win Warriors, but defending champs with the same best five players they had last year. Yeah, and Wiggins have showed you, up. Have you guys, like, hugged and stuff? Were you, did you and Riley hold hands <laughs> during the series? <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that... Uh, there may have been baby lotion involved. Is it true he calls you beam team now? <coughs> <coughs> Stay hard. <coughs> Is this beam team? You liked that out of Steph last night? Mouthpiece hanging out. Told him to light the beam. That's my guy right I there, I thought dude. that was awesome. That's my guy. Uh, Mike M says, I agree with Dre, but the NBA could use some of this drama. Oh, for certain. For Who certain. does the NBA need to win more? The Lakers or the Warriors? The Knicks. Wow. I think they need the Lakers to win. Yeah. If we're being honest, they need the Lakers to win. There, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, You know, could yeah. be wrong. Could be wrong. But that's just me. Yeah. No. 36-31 Thir no, no, no. Boston coming up on the hey, end of the first. I told you that Boston was going to win the game. I know, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I I told you, but you you're 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 the guy that will never give James like James Harden could like save an old lady's life, and you'd be like, ah, screw him. Yeah, fat ass needs to show that he's clutch in the playoffs. Yeah, for once your fat ass did something right, loser. Yeah, dudes. James dudes. Harden is seven of ten, two of four from three, sixteen points. There you go. 
Keep he it is working. their entire offense. Keep it working. Tobias Harris has six, and Tyrese Maxey has three. The, the, on the minivan. George Nyang has three, and uh, DeAnthony Melton has three. Wow. And Chaboy has 16. And they're up by six. I'm just telling you, they're inside the 10 and a half. Hey, look at me. It's your only job. Stay, in tight, stay inside Dude, the 10 and a half. you keep lying to yourself about this game, bro. Boston's covering this, I'm telling you. Phoenix Suns, Denver Nuggets. Nugs are minus four, 229, 8 o'clock on TNT. The sex machine is coming out on fire. Man, I hope so. They need a big performance out of KD and Booker, and I'm here for it. I think you're I think there's absolutely every reason to believe that Tobias Harris just hit the side of the backboard on a three point attempt. <laughs> And you're worried about James Harden. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I have to say, I think Phoenix is going to win this game outright. And I think it's going over because these two teams can score. Yeah, I think the only question for the Suns is how do you slow down Jamal Murray, man? Like, uh, he just went off on you, and there's no way around that. And I think, you know, you look at, I agree with you. I think this is the game for Book. Game two, you're going to bounce back. You're you're used to the altitude now, like you're good. You know, I I I guess I just feel like the Suns have this ability to lose the game, right? Like lose the first game. You're on the road though, so it's not really surprising. You know, nothing's really lost. But this is the one you gotta win if you want to win in Jamal six. Jamal Murray's not going six to ten from three again. Now, the the one that worries you is twenty four and nineteen from dad by God. Yeah. Well, that I would expect that, dude. Right? Yeah. But if you're going to give Aaron Gordon 23 and if if you're going to give, you know, if you're you're going to give Jokic 24 and Murray 34 and 14 off the bench from Bruce Brown who I think really was the dagger in that game, you're not going to win. We got to talk about this Aiton thing too. He sucks. Dude, What's there to talk about? Dude, you played that bad and then after the game you want to talk about how you're going to ratchet up the physicality and how it's going to be a different Suns team. Well, he did lead the team though. Yeah. I mean, he was minus 21, which is the biggest sign of a natural Suns. reflex. He led the team in. Yeah. He was a minus 21. Because 14 points, 7 rebounds, 1 dime, 2 turnovers, 4 fouls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's ratchet up the physicality. Catch the ball. But like, you know he can't do that and won't. He's soft. His The biggest issue is he won't and can't defend. I just uh, – DeAndre Ayton is the reason they won't win. I think Book and in, – in my opinion, I think Book and KD are not the problem here. Yeah. It's simply a matter of – yeah. Uh, I think the Suns win cover over. Agreed. Agreed. Really? I do agree. Yeah. I think the Suns will win this one by 10. I All think right. I think at the end of the day, they will win this one. Okay. We'll see. All right. Win cover over. I like it. Yeah. I like agree. It. All right. Should we talk about golf? Yeah. Let's talk about golf real quick. All right. Before we get out of here, can we talk about golf? Yeah. Uh, please hit the like button. We are only, you guys, we're 28 likes away from 200. Can we get to 200 get by the done. end of the show? Get her done. Can we get to 200 by the end of the show? That would be phenomenal. We've got 19 new members today, which I love and appreciate all of you for that. So can I just tell you that golf is hard? Golf is hard. 
There's no question about it. Golf is hard. So I played my first two rounds. We. We. Two O's in bogey. Two uh, O's and put it in the water. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I, I put one ball in the water. That's right. Um, I, I cannot fix this chicken wing I have in my swing. I've my front arm. I've got to fix it because I put a video up on Instagram of a good swing and it was a beautiful swing. And it was, it was 200 yards into the wind with a three wood was unbelievable. Little, little right though. I lost it probably 20 yards to the right. Right. But when I, when I'm not swinging with a chicken wing, yeah, my swing's fine, but yeah. I cannot fix this stupid chicken wing. And the only thing I'm doing really well right now is putting and chipping. I actually felt like I chipped really well. But there's no reason not to shoot. Like, I should have shot in our first round on this just terrible golf course. Yeah. This Mulligan's par three. And you expect it. It's a muni. It's a par three. Fine. I should have shot 31. And I wound up shooting 34 on the first nine. We go around again, and I shoot 37. We come back Sunday morning and play two more rounds, 37-37. And it's just, it's infuriating. And it's all because I cannot stop with this chicken wing, man. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely driving me crazy. Yeah. Because my chip game is fine. My putting is fine. Although I missed a five-footer for birdie. Like, on Saturday, I had three birds. I had none on Sunday. Yeah. And it had an opportunity, legit opportunity at two of them and just missed the putt. Yeah. But golf is hard, and I don't know how to fix this chicken wing, man. We should look up. There's got to be drills for it. There has there to is. be. There's drills and all kinds of corrections. And, you know, like I'm doing the whole push your elbows together. Really, for me, it's in my head. I've got to finish high. Because what I do is I come through, and it's like I'm going to snap my shoulders around. And so it pulls my elbow down. And what I need to do is extend the elbows and push them together. Right. And then if you finish high, your hands will go in the proper place. Yeah. And the ball will, depending on what the wind's doing. Yeah, that's the, wind the thing for howling. you, dude. When you connect, your ball just goes, bro. Yeah, it explodes. It's crazy. And I will tell you this. PXG clubs are absolutely worth it. And the Scotty Cameron super machine putter thing, absolutely worth it. My wife got an Odyssey... Um, White hot OG putter last night uh, from the PGA Superstore in Sandy. And then we went putting like that. The, the club makes a difference. To have a better putter, to have... And granted, I can't hit a flipping hybrid to save my life right now. But to have better clubs absolutely makes a difference. Yeah. There's, there's just no doubt about it. Yeah, it does. Greg Hawkins says, extend your arms through impact, Monty. Uh, it should feel a little uncomfortable and almost like you're going to hit in front of the ball. Yeah. It does. And when I do that, it's that mental part of the game. Yeah. Golf tracks. Monty, get the book Golf for Dummies. It will help you. Appreciate that. CJ Vance played Stonebridge Saturday. Man, golf is tough. Missed a couple of putts I want back. Dude, seriously. Yeah. There was one on the eighth. The eight, This eighth hole is 160-something yards or something like that. And Saturday, I put it on the green the second time around. I think the second time around. Yeah. I can't remember. You did. Yeah. Put it on the green like, and it was like a nine footer. So your make percentage as an amateur is probably 30%. And I completely misread it. So I wound up two putting it when it, it's infuriating. 
And the the so the first putt, I left it with like three feet short. Uh huh. So my birdie turns into a par. This the other hole was this hole where you got to hit it over like a little creek. Yeah. Right. So I chipped it over the creek and it runs right onto the green. And I missed it. The putt for the putt for birdie, probably three inches, which is what your wife said. But um, that's every day. Yeah. I think I didn't see you coming. Yeah. All uh, I have in this world is my balls and my word, and I don't break them for no one. Missed it by three inches short. Yeah. And I've really, and, and I, honest to goodness, the flop and the chip, that's where I'm making my living right now. Because mm-hmm. I am off the green. I, have, I probably hit two, three greens around in regulation. Right. It's absolutely maddening. Absolutely maddening. Uh, Greg says, lock your left arm during the backswing. Yep, I do. And keep the plane through the follow through. That's exactly what I'm struggling with. And you know, the funny thing is, is that I'm working on this drill where I keep all of my weight on my front leg. Cause one of the things I'm realizing I'm doing is I'm which you can't do that. So I need to stay a little more center and drive that left knee down. And when I do that, dude, yeah. it is, it's incredible. Great results. Giggity says all in the hips. Seriously. Uh, you Jackson, know. Jake, you are sleeping on Tyrese Maxey. I'm not <laughs> sleeping on him, dude. Uh-huh. Have you heard that? Have you I'm heard? not sleeping on Tyrese Maxey, bro. Has anybody else talked about, anybody told you about Tyrese Maxey? Yeah. I've said nice things about buddy. I have. That doesn't mean they're, they're going right. to lose to Boston by less than 10. James Harden still has 16 points. Tyrese Maxey has seven. Tobias Harris has eight. DeAnthony Melton has 11. Yeah. You know, like, I just I, think that they don't have enough to keep up. I think Boston's the best defensive team in the playoffs. Yeah. Every time I watch a Boston, I'm like, God damn. Yeah. I and Joel was the, was the X factor that could, could make their life a living hell. And what the thing you miss about Joel is his his free throws. Yeah, he's constantly at the free throw. So line. he slows the game down. He makes it a half court game. You know he can keep you in it on the road. Give you some breath. And then guys like Tyrese Maxey come in with fifteen or on a good night twenty five. And you know, look at that, Jason Tatum just bowling down the lane. That would never happen against, with Joel against there. really good defense. Yeah, but you're yeah. not stopping them because you don't have size. It's a huge problem. Which is exactly my point again about the Dubs and the Lakers. What are you going to do to stop Anthony Davis in the paint? Yeah, and I think the Lakers have not shown their their best defensively. Yeah, and, uh, on a, in any way, shape, or form. What is Tobias Harris doing? Like he drives, he's making thirty seven million dollars to suck out loud. Anyway, golf is hard. Yeah, um, I, I am. I. I my, you know, the funny thing is my hands and my wrists hurt. Yes. And my left knee hurts. And it's just like, dude. Well, you know why? Yeah. Well, we've been working really hard at it. And yeah. the hard part is you work really hard and you just, you get so much better. Like my short game, I'm really happy with my short game, but God dog. And we're the exact opposite. Like Jake is hitting this beautiful, explosive high fade. And you can't putt to save your life. Terrible with a putter. You Terrible. cannot chip, I can't, to, I can't save chip to save my life. That was and that was kind of the fascinating thing playing this par three that we did. 
Because I, I I hit a couple of greens. I missed most of them, but I hit a couple of them, and I just couldn't finish the birdie because I can't. I'm not good at putting. Jake has not had a birdie in our in our two full 18-hole rounds. Yeah. Amazing iron shots. Probably should have hit a couple more woods than I did. I don't think I actually hit a single wood. I you was didn't. hitting six and seven. but And that's the other problem is you're you're stuck in your – the irons you hit well are the only irons you want to hit. Yeah, you because because I like to hit them. I like to hit them. But you have to use the right club for the right distance. Like we well, were arguing over a, a, this – the back half of my last round yesterday, I melted down. Like I was just like F and F yeah. and A and – Waves in opposition. GDMFer. Yeah, you were pissed. So we get to the eighth, and it's about a 180-yard hole. And I pull out a two – a two-wood. Or a three-wood, I guess that would be. A three-wood. What do yeah. I mean two? A three-wood. And Jake steps up there and hits a six, probably 160 yards. And I hit my, a solid two wood. Three wood. Three wood. Fuck. A solid three wood, 150 yards. Yeah, which pissed you off. Like, God, dog. It just, it's, it, it's. I try to stay calm and not curse. It's maddening. It is absolutely mad. And I hate the fact, like, this, this little putter course that we play at, Mulligan's. Like the first three holes are a waste. You you lose your ball every time because the driving range is directly to the left, so the entire fairway and greens are covered in driving balls. Yeah, it just makes me crazy. Yeah, but you pay for what you get for. I mean, Glenmore is a beautiful course. Stonebridge a beautiful course. And Canyons is the official course of the Monty Show. Yeah, well, Canyons is that's next level whole though. It really is level. Yeah. It the is. snow needs to melt faster because yeah. I'm ready to go play. Yeah, I'm trying to play Canyons as soon as possible. Yeah, I need to get a. I need to get a. I need to get a lesson from Darren. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, if Jake can get the up and down during the approach, he doesn't need to play other irons. That's what I'm saying. Just needs a great wedge game. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I think the tough thing is, so here's the deal for me. Like, I can hit irons pretty well. The problem is once I start getting into woods, and, and I haven't really, we haven't really had the chance to hit driver on a course yet, uh, just because we've been playing the par three. And the problem is, is with the, the three wood, I don't fade, I slice. Like, it just goes so... It's a so. totally different swing. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so when we're out there playing a par three, I'm not going to hit a wood because I know, okay, I'm going to send that thing to Jamaica. I'd rather come up 20 yards short with a six and then try to chip it on, which also didn't work out, obviously. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I'm also somebody that believes you got to hit the clubs you can't hit. I think, like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I need to hit a 1,000 driver balls and just fucking deal with it. Like, because yeah. it's pain train, dude. Yeah. It is absolutely the pain train. Yeah. It is it, it is full of suck. It is not good. It is just, it's incredibly painful. Yeah. It is, it's just, but you got to hit them. Yeah, exactly right, Cougar Tracks. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Greg says that par three course uh, on Mulligans is great for working on eight irons and below. Yes, it yeah, is. it is. Yeah, it is. That's why we. That's why we played it four times. Played four rounds. Yeah, they have a nice little regulation course too. Another another nine where there's like a couple of par fives and yeah, that'll be that'll be the next thing. Um, because I need we need to start getting out and playing long irons and you know hybrids off the deck and jason tatum is flipping amazing okay so now we're working into what are they up here uh what eight 54 7 4 uh 54 47 yeah. seven points seven points and he's got 18 points 
Jason Tatum. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And James Harden can't get the ball. Like it's Tobias Harris will not pass the ball. It is unbelievable. Well, and he puts his teammates in bad positions too. You know, like like put your guys in good positions. That's what annoys me about him. He should be a corner three point shooter. That's it. But he is with Joel. That's what I'm saying. That's why the loss of Joel for them Man, is such a Jason big deal. Tatum is on fire right now. So here's the first ten point lead of the night. Let's see if you know. That's what I'm saying, dude. I I just yeah. I think this you've got to give this ball to James Harden and let him work. Let him work, and they can barely get him the ball. It's unbelievable. And who's going to set a pick for him? And he knocks and he it hits down. A three. Incredible, incredible. I'm telling you, man. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that's my golf game right now. That's my golf and game. And go right watch now. our shorts too, by the way. Okay, go watch our golf shorts. We're we're, we're put, trying to put out more stuff. Greg says, for me, 180 yards is a six iron. That's exactly what Jake is. Yeah. It's exactly what he is. Capazzo says 180 yards is a short chip shot with a scary black rifle. Well, well thanks. Thanks, man. Michael Peck says, good show today. Truck Stop Gumby says, say goodnight, Jake. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Appreciate all of you being here. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. Did we get to 200 today? We did not. 177. Come on, man. Come on, man. Jake, until tomorrow, I like your haircut. Thanks. Say goodnight, Jake. Goodnight, Jake.